Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets. So like two teams with that movie, it seems like. Either <laughs> oh, people love it or I they love it, hate it. Them. Okay, oh I, God, I, I do too. That, I do I too. Yeah. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. <laughs> Tyler makes films. It's meant to for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think his response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. Mm-hmm. All the movie things. I think the thing I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. Lieutenant Commander Ray. I can watch them. I never find anything wrong with them. I love them every single time I watch them. And this absolutely qualifies on that list. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I probably would have like been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier, like when it came out or maybe right after. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snippets and we are here for Season 3, Episode 2. And with me, as always, to my left is Black Girl Marvel and all the movie things. We are hoping Tyler will join us, but we haven't seen him yet, but that's okay. We are uh, a panel of a mixed group of people. Uh, we we come and go as well. I'm kind of always here, but y- y- you, get the, you get the drift. Um, <laughs> we're continuing with our horror uh, spooky season uh theme and we're doing of course independent horror because we are still standing in solidarity with the sag after strike uh, which is of course ongoing and we will talk about that here in a minute uh the films this evening are going to be two more a24 films because this panel can't get enough of them uh as well as a neon film uh the uh, films tonight are it comes at night the monster and possessor and of course baby marcel the shell is still on the docket for when we get out of spooky season so we'll we'll get to that some movies right (laughs) yeah these were some movies Um, pretty good batch so let's move over to the main wall and of course hope that tyler makes it or if he's not gonna that he's okay uh, the yes. news, of course, there's not still, there's a few movies coming out. I know that, um, there's a Michael Mann movie that I know, uh, all the movie things has not, uh, stopped beating jazzed about that's coming out in December. Is that right? The, the Ferrari movie? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Christmas. Like Christmas yeah, day. Ferrari. Um, I think pretty much or, or like the 22nd around there, but okay. yeah, that's like right, right on the nose. Um, yeah, it's like one of the. And like it's getting really really great early reviews you know of course it's like i don't know if i count all the standing ovations that those films get during because it seems like every film during like the venice film festival and all this it's like 20 minutes standing ovations so i'm like come on guys you're just like losing it's like you know impact basically but but it did get like a seven minute standing ovation um and of course like the big thing too is that and he already talked about this, like when he when he to the book came out, he was like, yeah, like the plan is to like make a movie if Ferrari does well. So and then he recently talked about it again, talking about like it sounds like he loved working with Adam Driver so much that he Adam Driver may be a young Neil McCauley, really? which was, um, Robert De Niro's character. Right. Yeah. Um, although I could see him doing like an, a young Al Pacino's character too. So um, I don't know if like the casting's official or not, but 
obviously why not strikes going on both doing that. and we get to just see how their lives <laughs> right. are meant to connect eventually somehow like yeah. just by themes at least or something i, I don't know yeah i don't know yeah, I, so it'll be it'll be interesting because the, the book is really great like it feels like and it's a prequel a the book heat, heat to the book is a prequel it's, well it's both so it's okay. a prequel and a sequel because it takes place right after the events of heat um like yeah. like a day or so after like oh wow okay we're with we're following um um oh my brain's not working right now val kilmer's character <laughs> uh, val, yeah we're following val kilmer's character uh but then it goes back in the past and there's like this big like we 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 look at um vincent Hanna's character in the past and he's not in la he's like in chicago i believe and there's some like some crimes some like heists happening in chicago that are loosely connected to like Neil's crew and everything that he has at this time. So they're still kind of like in each other's like, hmm. you know, um, atmosphere, but they just don't know each other yet. And so we go separately with Neil's like, there's this big heist that they're doing. And of course, like Vincent's following this other kind of s a separate case that's, that's been happening. So, and, but then they go shoot back forward again in time to like, Vincent tracking um, the uh, Val Kilmer's character, so it's really great. Like it's 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 done really well. It feels he co-wrote it um, with with another another writer, hmm. um, but it definitely feels very much in that world. Like I mean, it's easy too when you if you love Heat and you've seen Heat a million times, like I have. It's easy to plug. <laughs> it's easy to plug all those. Yeah. It's easy to plug all those actors and their voices into, you know, when into the books so. before the new Star Wars like era, even technically pre prequels, there were a ton of books, the legacy books, and oh, I was yeah. able to read T Timothy Zahn's legacy books oh, as nice. if yeah, yeah, yeah. they were uh -huh. sequels to the movies, and I would hear the music, and everybody seemed. Mm -hmm. I just, there was, you know, Mark Hamill, there was Harrison Ford and it just felt yeah. right yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. with all those legacy books. So I totally get it. Like if you, if you know the world well enough, it will continue on for you. Yeah. So. It feels good. So it'll be interesting to see how, and we're not going to get this movie till for like another two years or so right. probably. I imagine. I mean, that's but, all going to depend on a lot of things. Yeah. Cause that's yeah, still yeah, the rights so. for heat are owned by uh, one of the studios. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm not sure actually. Cause I mean, he, Technically, I don't think he would have been able to write the book. Well, that's a good not. point. So, but it's a different, I, I don't know. It's a different medium and you can probably, I don't know. There's some tricky stuff when you change mediums. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's still, it's still like the IP would, would have ended up belonging to, you know, but Michael Mann's a smart guy. Right. I'm sure he's not going to be selling, you know, rights to things like that. I'm sure he's got some other stuff up his you, you'd so, think because that wasn't his, you know, that wasn't his enough. first day in the park you know doing what he was doing with heat right been exactly while, so uh any other yeah. movies you guys uh, are excited for that are independent uh foreign you know whatnot i haven't really been looking so i couldn't really tell you that's fair um, that, i mean what what it's hard anatomy to look of a fall okay isn't yeah. that another neon anatomy movie? of a fall is coming out soon that's another neon one yeah that's that's coming out actually i think i got tickets for it nice nice Check my real app. Um, there's one that I'm uh, I'm almost yeah, certain. Yeah, next week. Next week. Oh wow! So like really soon. Okay. So yeah. another neon yeah. film on the horizon. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. That's getting a really good, really good buzz. So, uh, there's also yeah. Butcher's Crossing coming out this week. I actually did a review yeah. for that uh, because the production company reached out to me and asked me to do that. And of course, 
I like doing that, so why not? Um, and I, I do right. think that I'm, I'll do a little snippet here, uh, a little snidbit, if you will. <laughs> um, I I was worried about the film because, you know, it's Western, so you know how I feel about Western. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go into this with an open mind. <laughs> it's kind of um, ironic that they... <laughs> Well, no, and that's, you know, but I'm, I try to, you know, I'm going to try to give it my best and, and watch it. Yeah, I try to be fair. And totally. Nick Cage for me is a one out of 10. Like he can hit one and then do nine. Right. And I'm like, I'm okay. Um, yeah. Lately he's been, it's more like three out of 10. So he's been doing a little better. Yeah, he's been. Uh, but he's using his kind of crazy attitude to his advantage. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beneficial. And he does that in Butcher's Crossing. Like he's kind of a, a nut. Huh. Um, mm -hmm. It's. The acting in parts is a little rough, but only in a few parts. The kid they got to play the main character is a newer actor. He's younger. Uh, so he, you know, he was probably struggling. Plus it'd be, you know, Nick Cage is standing right there. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, but it's about the buffalo hunting that happened uh, in the late 1800s uh, and the kind of the, the massacre of the buffalo in America. Uh, so it's oh, interesting. so it's kind of surreal and historical, and it was filmed in conjunction with uh, I think it was the Blackfoot tribe uh, up in Montana, uh, where they oh, were cool. the ones with the buffalo, and they made sure that they were filmed properly, treated properly, and were trying to drive home this yeah. message. So, uh, yeah. an important film, but maybe maybe not my favorite film, but still an important film right. people should check out. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I imagine a lot of the budget too went to. Went to Nick Cage. I, <laughs> right. You know, so. About a movie like that, though, because they had sweeping landscapes and they did it, that, that was something that cinematography was, they were catching some beautiful, you know, nature, some beautiful landscapes. Um, but that, you know, there's not much to it. They had a wagon and a few horses and a small town. Right. So they didn't really have to do yeah, much yeah. other than wardrobe. And then, of course, the, the buffalo uh, were a big factor. So I don't know. Nick seems to take on movies that the budgets are low. So I don't think he likes to tear into the budget with yeah his name, but generally know? though like percentage wise the the, the i mean above the line stuck costs are going to be a big chunk of the budget right and he would be an above the line right uh member so um but yeah and then like just to your point of like this other actor you know that's probably like relatively newer he's he's definitely not getting paid you know, no, as as he's just stoked to so put a movie on his filmography. Experience, right? like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can work right across from Nick Cage. Okay. Uh, 6000 yeah, exactly. Sure, like I'll do it for $6,000 <laughs> or whatever. You know, that's a yeah. wild guess, but totally. No, yeah. I, I totally hear you. Um, there's, of course, the other news, which is the SAG after a strike is now gone back, not back on, but is now you know, yeah. happening in perpetuity, it seems like, because uh, the negotiations are dead. Um, and apparently they were offering less than when SAG went on strike and was asking for higher numbers. So they came back yeah. with an even lower bid. So, you know, we're here and we're just hoping yeah. that the companies can get their heads out of their asses and that they can pay people properly. Um, so that, so, uh, so that everybody can start making money again, because we, we want to spend our money on your products, but you need to be treating your people fairly, uh, in order, in order mm -hmm. for us to do that. So. Yeah. Hence, hence all the independent films who are paying people properly. So, yeah. Any yeah, and it's other... crazy how, how oh, like sorry. a movie like Ferrari and Neon and like, I mean, it's it's a huge like the cast is incredible. I mean, it's Michael Mann. Like, it's about you know a worldwide known name and 
they're able to do it. You know, Neon's not Neon's relatively young. I think they came out like 2017 or something like that. Right. And so why why can they do it? But you know, like these other big, huge, you know, corporations. Because I feel like I feel like sometimes these independent companies are fueled by artists sometimes or like they are oh, yeah, they have no, artists totally. like they have artists like on the on the board or you know they, they're yeah. the ones that help create it whereas these like corporations are just they just like rich you know entitled people yeah, they're so far they're right they're so far removed right from the right. product that they're like well no but i make this much and i'm not willing to take a, a pay cut right. for these people no a even CEO, though they're the ones that's giving you the money that's right. helping fuel this the ceo yeah. used to be a person who worked for the company and worked their way up so they understood the workings of the company now it's a it's its own position that people just move laterally to and you come from another business where you're like, I'm good at running people. I can do that. And they're like, oh, you're good at that. Then you, you made profit where you're from. Who cares that right. you don't know shit about the entertainment business? Exactly. Uh, it yeah. ruins it right. because they're they're being traded as CEOs rather than just picking somebody from the company. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The companies, to my mind, that are doing better are where the CEOs are working shoulder to shoulder with their employees and well, sharing the, the profit. Too, is like, a lot of them have like all these multiple revenue streams you know what I mean? Right. So like this is just one little thing that they don't don't really give a shit about. It's like I have all these other revenue streams anyway, so it's fine if I can. I'll push this one off. I'll take a hundred million dollar loss, no problem. Yeah. It'll yeah. hurt it them eventually. It though. looks. It oh, just yeah. sucks because it's just like it's just these are like people's lives you're dealing with. Like these oh, are yeah. these are like strip away the fact that it's like it's Hollywood and it's movies and people get to be privileged to make movies. It's like you're literally stripping away like livelihoods and dreams of people that's been doing this since like when as long as they can remember like it, it's yeah. hard to go from like viola davis to like if i don't have any more money or if my money is very limited i'm what i'm gonna do community theater now or i'm gonna have to actually yeah. go like you see like viola davis at home depot or her husband or something like that because like right. they have no choice like that's really messed up when she's worked very hard they both have worked very hard as a couple as a as a corporation because they are a corporation as well to get to where they are just for you to hold out because you'll be still be making billions you just don't want to make less billions like it's just weird yeah, to me I know. it's just weird to me it's a mindset um, in this country that's become the the yeah. thing and there are tons of people who are poor that's the thing like, too, i'll eventually get that no you're not gonna get that. no you won't like no. that's the thing like people just like are just so, I mean, have these billionaires and these rich people in general, and to an extent, celebrities mm -hmm. on this pedestal. It's like push comes to shove. Like they don't, they're not going to care about you. Like it's so like, why are we like holding these people up and then like defending them? Right. You know, like, like they work so hard. If they cared you about know, you, sure. you would have gotten season four. <laughs> if they cared about you, you would have gotten right. your other yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah. But right. they only make the sequel of the season four if care. they see a profit margin. And that's the only reason. Yeah. No, exactly. And it pisses me off because I'm yeah. like, but the story, the story, you know, yeah. and that's where uh -huh. I end up getting upset. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, there's just not, not enough. And then, then to another, like, that even kind of like rolls into like a little bit in my mind, you know, like, like physical media. You know how like a lot of companies uh, like once upon a time like there's even this great interview with matt damon where he talks about how like the dvd was such a huge revenue stream for them mm -hmm. you know and some because they all want to shift to the streaming model 
even though I don't see how it's like any more profitable than physical media when it's like if you would have like you could still have that revenue stream of physical media like I don't I mean I know a lot of people aren't doing it but they're still like it's still giving you millions of dollars bringing you bringing in millions of dollars no, for so sure. it's like, um yeah I don't know it but they would rather kill it so that they can completely yeah, control completely. it rather than let it be both. yeah exactly that's right. the thing and that's yeah. the really you know, like i collect digitally just, only out of necessity but i understand those right. that collect physically because there was an enjoyment right. i got out of it and i wish i could go back to it but now i would have to go and start over and i know you did brian you're, over, you're, yeah. you're 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 making me proud because you did just you know in the last two years start over again yeah, and did, watching yeah. you grow your media collection where you're like kind of more picky now you're like i need this one in this yeah, particular box right <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was the kind sure. of person that was like two bucks for that. Oh, give me, give me that. Oh, so was I. Oh my God. When I was in the Navy, it was bad. Like, I think my, like when I was married at the time, I think my ex-wife thought I had a problem because it was. My wife knows that, I have like, a problem. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, like, even if I didn't see the movie, I would still buy it because it was like, you know, oh, it's like $5 and it, like it would stay sealed forever. Like I still, I remember when I finally got rid of my physical media collection, um, I had still had so many sealed and sealed people that they don't that. like only collectors uh, want the sealed the stores uh, are like, like no what were you gonna say a lot sorry no i was saying i i have i have movies like that where i'm like i'm like i know i would probably like it i'm not gonna open it but i bought it anyway yeah. and so like my movies are like my kids and i haven't actually bought a physical like dvd or blu-ray with well, blu-ray because I, I switched over you know fancy um but like now, i haven't bought any i want to come back to that so but go ahead. long yeah. And like so long because I used to um get the Disney like movie club thing and just get a movie oh. sent to me like every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I would go to Target because I knew when their deals were and I was just like, yeah. She getting she's getting broke for this and she can't um but then I got obsessed with like um digital media. Mm-hmm. So if you had a yeah. if your if your thing said digital media, oh she was purchasing because i was like mm-hmm. i can have the physical but also watch it somewhere else where i don't have to crack it open to put it right. like it was like a whole thing so like i actually loved it i would love to get back to that sometime in my life too because i love buying like mm-hmm. um specialized one just like you bride because i have oh, like totally. yeah, i have yeah. some steel disc i have some where like like the cover is different mm-hmm. yeah. than like any other ones or like i have like a transformer that like transforms and you oh, open cool. it up and yeah I, you know i love that i have iron man's yeah. mask batman's mask right? like it's a whole like oh, with the nice. disc in it like i love that stuff somebody stole my i was big on though. oh oh no see i was when big I on the media a, that i could put apartment. on a shelf nicely so those specialized oh, ones were i was more hands-off Unless it was yeah. a steelbook or something, yeah, yeah. but can I? I have like I wanted the to, Hulk's fist or whatever. That, no, too. See, that I, I would have. Fist. That I would have. So, yeah. uh, I wanted to touch back. I figured you would like that one for a moment. You said Blu-ray, DVD. I believe, and I do this even digitally because my, my collection is like almost completely digital. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that there are some movies there is zero sure point in buying uh, in in Blu-ray or in in UHD. Because if you ever watched RoboCop in standard definition and then you watch RoboCop on the Blu-ray, you realize that the filters they used will will be too much on a Blu-ray. It looks too mm-hmm. it looks bad. It looks grainy yeah. and not in a good way. So if you go back good to way, SD, yeah. it works really well because it looks like it did when you saw it in the theater or when you saw mm-hmm. it on DVD. Mm-hmm. And I find that if a movie is older than HD, I decide. I go will this look better? Do I want to have this in HD? And if not, then I just buy it in SD and it's cheaper. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's a good way to go. So. 
That's that's I do that sometimes with certain stuff. Like I like to like weigh my options because sometimes like everything isn't I everything is a DVD worthy. Like even at the movies now, if I go see a new movie and I'm watching it, I'll if I'm with somebody, nine times out of ten I'm not. But if I'm with somebody or even to myself, I say this to myself, I'll be like, that's a DVD or like that's a blue like that's a D- I always say DVD <laughs> right. but I say DVD for everything, Blu-ray and everything. I'm sure, like that's sure. a DVD yeah, yeah. and then it's sometimes the I'll be Kleenex like for for video. No. For sure, exactly what it is. Oh, and, uh-huh. and other times, I'll just be like, "That was nice." I'll, you know, yeah. Maybe I'll get that on. Maybe I'll get it on streaming or something. Maybe right. I'll get like a digital right. of it or something. Or, or like a, to, you know, a deal. You know, like a five dollars. No, sure. If it's like, I'll, <laughs> it's like I'll wait till movies anywhere. Yeah. Put it at you know four ninety nine or whatever. Uh-huh. Like four ninety nine. I'll wait for that. But yeah. some movies where I'm like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. If I get like the 4K one and then I get me a 4K yeah, TV, like, like it's gonna be amazing. So like I have so many 4K movies that I have not been able to play because I don't have the TV. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. you just want to get all the benefits. Yeah. I that means I can't, Snitty, <laughs> if I don't fair. get the benefits. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, so, I'm still I'm on a 1080, 60 hertz so. TV right here. Yeah. And people yeah. will be like, how can you game no, on so, that? I'm like, because it's big and I don't care and I'm not spending No, no, no. So so am I. Like, so am I. Like, that's that's what I have, but I will. I will cross that cross that mountain one day and get me a 4K like 1080 yeah. like they're getting cheaper, 4K. man. They really are. They're getting cheaper. Sam's Club, like listen, Sam's Club have like oh, a, yeah. have like a um a seven hundred and eighty dollar 1080p 4K Ultra HD. I'll be like, so she got no money they're right really now. thin right now. So what I'm waiting for is the rollout one that'll just stick to your wall, and that's when I'll buy. So. You and that'll know that's be, that'll be very soon. Uh, no, I I'll know say, it really is like, going to be soon. I'm like, I promise you another 50, 75 years, I promise you that's coming. Oh, yeah. Promise no, no, you. absolutely. Did you know how we used to have like those bracelets that snap on? They're going to have like the ones oh, you yeah. just throw on the wall like and they just watch. open up. Yeah, they'll just yeah. open up. So <laughs> like, George Jetson right. kind that's, of like. That's your, you know. that's your TV. That'll be your TV now. It just comes it. in like a box in, in the mail and you yeah. just open it up. And when you throw it on the wall, it just opens up. Now that'll still be the $3,000 TV though, because that's expensive tech. That'll be the more expensive one, right? Now, but yeah, but I mean, yeah. hopefully, the as will the be tech the gets better, hopefully the world gets better because it might not be money; it might be units. You never know; things right. might change. That's just it's, like, it's going to be you know, Republic credits, credits right? Credits, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, or like, what is it like? Like, like, what's the movie? Was it like uh, out of time? Where you give like parts? Oh of your yeah, life part of your life as like currency, as like currency. Exactly. I'm like, I can, you can see that coming. That's that's not no, one I have the D in here. That's not one I would have expected from him. Um, I know. I totally was surprised, but I was like, "Oh, it's just like it's just kind he, of like this one-off the, sci-fi." Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing about him. He like he like loves sci-fi. Like he's a sci-fi fan. I mean, one of his early films is technically a sci-fi, in 1984 that he shot. Wait, he did 1984. You know, so, yeah, he shot. Okay, that movie is very like you feel it, and I think he's a huge yeah. part of that. Um, yeah, it's that's wild. Right. Uh, yeah, so I feel like Deacons is like the the Sam Jackson of cinematographers. He's Ooh. like, yeah, they'll do everything. Oh yeah, do it all. oh yeah, no, totally. And he can said, bring it. How much like, is it? He'll, he'll how much is it? it? It's not in my budget. It's not. It's not my page. It's not my pay scale. No, I still do it. It's fine. Yeah. I like. Oh, yeah. I like. This, I like the story. I think it'll be beautiful. I, I just want to light this. I can like, write I feel like this. He's, I feel I like he's like Sam Jackson. Right. No, that is no. You're like I love that because like he is like he'll be the first to tell you like it's story first. Like if I if I'm not attracted to the story. You know, then like I'm not, you know, I'm not. I have no interest in. In time is a good, interesting story too. It's actually yeah. I love that concept. The premise is very. The premise is very interesting. That's kind of how I feel about Possessor, but we'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) We will. In fact, uh, we are at the half hour mark, so this is a perfect time to move on to our first film. 
Uh, and of course, like I said, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do these a little out of chronological. Normally, I hit these in chronological, but uh, we're gonna do it comes at night first, even though it was released after the monster. But whatever. Um, this is our first time for all of these films, right? Everybody has never seen any of yeah, these. Never okay. seen any so I didn't is... know. If I'm being honest, I didn't know none of these existed. So like, I, I don't watch trailers. I, I don't watch trailers. The and they don't well, put, yeah. and they rarely put like independent trailers in like theaters. So like, right. I don't see any of these. Right. Or anywhere. Yeah. And just because we don't even get that DVD thing right. where you get the five trailers before the movie. Yeah, I missed the, that. Uh -huh. I no, hate true. it. Put a couple yeah. on my voodoos. I don't care. I would watch right. it. Um, <laughs> just make them random and make them for the new movies. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to each get to do one of these first. It sounds like Laws definitely got some things to say about Possessor, so we'll let her go first on that one. Um, Brian, do you want to go first on It Comes at Night? Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, first time watching this one. Although, like, it's kind of been in my headspace a little bit because, um, like, I've had this on my watch list. I've wanted to watch this one for a while. And I've heard heard some good things about it. And like for all these, I've never seen any trailers for any of these, like Law mentioned. I was just kind of aware, very aware of Possessor because of, you know, Brandon Cronenberg. But um, this one being an A24 film, I was very, and especially since I've been like, I've gotten more into horror, like in the past couple of years, mm -hmm. this one was like in my kind of queue. And I, this one was like, gave me a lot of anxiety like i had some anxiety with this one you know it's just like what's going on like i love the whole idea of like it being is there something out there you know what i mean um and it just made me think too it was like i i'm not gonna be able to survive this kind of situation if this happens like in real life like <laughs> like i would not i would not let these people in my house i would like you know i'd i don't know i'd be i'd be i can see why you get super paranoid and like and why this kind of thing would happen and i just felt i just felt like very real like it felt like yeah this just make made sense to me like i like the way you the said thing, that. we're our own worst enemy you know what i mean when it comes to certain things like and our mind mm -hmm. can do so many crazy things so mm -hmm. um wait, i really really wait, enjoy this one what was that la Oh, I said we we're way more powerful than we give ourselves credit oh, yeah. for. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Law, what but did you what did you think? I, oh, I did sorry. like this one. So you, you did yeah. like okay. Yeah, what, what did you think yeah. of It Comes at Night? Um I thought it was very pandemic y. <laughs> honestly. And it's pre-pandemic, um, like by three. Right. Yeah. And that's wild. So like it, it felt very like locked in, shut in. Um yeah. some type of disease that you gotta yeah. you don't know when it'll end. You have to you know, quarantine. Um, I like films where nobody wins, yeah. right? Because that's kind of life sometimes. That's kind of like life. Like everybody don't get to win. Right. And sometimes both parties lose and then you got to like rebuild again. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody dies. I think <laughs> it. I, yeah. I love that everybody dies. And like, yeah, there's not I love one that, living like, being on this, in this film that doesn't die. No, no, everybody and dies. Dog. Including the dog. All right. The like, only thing, damn. the only thing that. The only living thing that survived is the disease. Like, right. Yeah. Well, no, because it <laughs> wouldn't have any that... more hosts, so those strains would yeah, die. Yeah. So at least that part would in that area. Would <laughs> I mean, but we so. don't know. But we don't know who if but there somebody are. Somebody might come across the other them, two. Yeah, it could be true. even, and then we saw the two guys. It could be more people that we just don't see. But true. like, the, you know, but that, exactly. but that was standing so, though. Yeah. I, I thought it was. 
sometimes movies that just jump right to it sometimes confuse me sometimes because I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. where do I latch? How do I latch? Where do I go? Um, so this one was like a slow burn for me to latch a little bit. But then when I kind of got got into my mind and I was like, I was like, like, this is just a story. This is like, this is not something you have to like get. It's something you have to like view, right? Like, cause sometimes in my mm-hmm. brain, when I watch films, I'm like, I gotta get the purpose of why they created the film. Uh-huh. And I felt like with this one, it, it wasn't really meant for me to do that. It was just meant for me to watch and to like absorb, right? And it was like absorbing this 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 very hyper alert family um, at a time where like they should be hyper alert. And then it's like a commentary on humans. Like, like when something like this happens, do you lose your humanity or does your humanity get like stronger, right? And it seems like the son was like in the middle. The mother is like, we're going to embrace humanity. And the father is like, we got to murder everybody that comes to this door <laughs> so that we survive. Yeah. And they all had like different aspects of like humanity. And the fact that like he was a the father was like essentially right because <laughs> these people had the disease they just didn't show any symptoms well they didn't get it until until the dog showed up well very true yeah because they lived but with them what like, seemed like months or at least a month I would, yeah I would it seemed it. like because like and that was another thing too i like the that the, they didn't say day you know day 30 right. or you know day mm-hmm. five with the family they just kind of like i got lost in the time like it could be it could have been a day for me because i because like i remember he said something like let's give it a few days like and before the quarantine thing like when he first mm-hmm. brought them in he was like we gonna like let's try this out for a little bit and see like where it goes and then it, it went pretty well so everybody was like hunky-dory and having a good time and stuff like yeah, that getting a routine and they got into a routine and everybody was helping everybody and it was like you know wives together husbands together kids you know together or whatever um i i liked it it was just like very human and it was just because part of me was like I wasn't sure if it was like was it a disease like okay I know it was a disease but it was like did it do something to people because like that was my brain like I, I know that it like got the like the boils and stuff like that but when the dog died it was like something attacked it and I thought it was like more of a creature than like just like a disease that went around. So I think that was the dog that you heard. Um, that's my best guess. It was something that the dog, like the dog, was howling out in some terrible pain as it was as it was starting to croak. Or there is a blend. The whole "it comes at night" thing is kind of interesting because the only thing that came at night in this movie was Travis's dreams, and the dreams are a big factor here. And you could easily skip all the dreams and watch this film and talk about humanity and trust. Uh, and I think trust is a huge theme in this film. Who do you trust? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust your, even your family? Cause at one point um, he, he asks his son, you've got to tell me the truth now and make sure you tell me the truth. So right. I, I think that maybe, maybe Travis's mom was right that he was or not Travis's mom, but uh, Kim was right about Travis waking up and being kind of at a daze it sounds like mm-hmm. everybody was a little bit in a daze because of just the situation they were in. So I don't know. The dreams are interesting because they, they are definitely Travis's dreams about the disease and his almost PTSD about the whole thing. But I feel like, I, f- I feel like it was his subconscious telling him that he's sick or like that he was going to get sick. Like, I think he it was feared like, it. I it was like, it. I think, I think it was like, I think it was like part of it was like, he feared it. So he dreamed it. But then I also think he dreamed him. Like I think his body was telling him, like, "Yo, you 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 have it," because he tried to tell his dad, like, 
he was like, I think I have. And he was like, you're fine. You're fine. We just want to take a shower. Like his dad, he wouldn't listen to him because he knew at a certain moment, he knew he had it. His dad just wouldn't like accept it or listen but to that's, it. I think that's because he didn't um, want to accept that his son was going to die. Oh, for, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's for sure. That's, that's what it is. But I still feel like that's what I'm just talking about. Like the dream, it's the dream aspect sure. itself. I think partly in the beginning it was fear. And then I think towards like, like the middle end, it was like his body telling him that he was going to. Like that he was going to be. That's fair. Um, that the he, person like, that was sick like, in each dream is relevant too, because it was Kim that was sick in the dream that mm-hmm. he had before mm-hmm. he oogled her. I guess would be the way to put that. Um, that was an awkward situation, but it, yeah, yeah. seventeen. Year I old love kid, that the moment. Only moment, but that's what I'm saying though. I love that, that moment because it was like that is not his mom. Like right. I and she handled it really he, well. He, like she just kind of you know he's a shut in and everything. Like like he's essentially a shut in. His dad like his mom is. His mom babies the mess out of him. That was like my biggest gripe about the homie. If I had any gripe about the film, really, his mom baby. I'm like, I get it, but he, he I get he's 17, but it's like circumstances have changed. Like he has to grow up fast, and I'm sorry, but he does. But his dad did the and same thing. Like, he kind of kept right, him under lock and key. No, for sure. He, after a he while, he, he kept yeah. him. Yeah, he yeah. was 17. It's like, and like, how long has this plague <laughs> right been going on? It's like, you should by now, like. Kind of be he like, should be Carl from know. The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> he you does, know what I mean? like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he should kind of already have. Yeah, I do think I do think like his mom sheltered him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he technically, I mean, he's literally sheltered because right. he has no, no interaction sure. with anyone in the outside world. But at the same time, he can't even think, be alone outside. Like that's sheltered. Like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like they right. do a, a buddy system and everything. And um, yeah. Well, and the thing too is like there were we don't know what their life was like before. Cause like where we start right when mm-hmm. there's like, they got to bury, uh, Grandpa. pops, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, yeah. I wonder if like, was the dad always like this way or just did he increasingly, I think he got it, that or was way. like, that's my yeah. Guess. Did he like, did it happen right when grandpa died too? It was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's getting real. I feel now. like he always had it like, in him. Right. But this, but this situation pushed him further, and that's why my thought was like, is it a disease or is it creatures? Like they don't really specify, unless I missed that part when I was watching. Like they don't really specify because it's like they just say people are getting sick. Night. So right, so it's like yeah, it comes at sick. night. So part of me is like, they wear masks. Why is it only at night? Like why is it more like is it something out there that only could appear at night that well, that has this? You know, so they don't really, they, but I like they don't that. actually so. they don't they don't ever talk about like why they can't go out at night and they never specify that you can get sick only at night or not Mm -hmm. you can get because like those guys that attacked them in the truck when they were driving in the truck that was broad daylight and they were like paranoid about being sick even like they wore their masks before they buried those guys and everything um i i think maybe it was just the dreams they come in well i think that's the whole thing about the whole the whole thing about the film is what we're doing now it's like it's not meant to be like yeah i'm not gonna lay you know lay the out the road for you and Mm -hmm. you know and spoon feed you everything right like Mm -hmm. the even from the title it's like meant to be you can take what is this monster yeah Yeah, exactly the monster the monster is us right you know it's like it's just human beings now night night could easily be not night not darkness when the sun t- or when the earth turns mm-hmm. but night like as in when we die when we die or mm-hmm. or even 
dream right. states uh, could be not, yeah. like it doesn't yeah. have to be literal and i don't think it is no with this film no i don't um, think it is either but it's just like it was just because like a lot of things happen at night like it's true. just in it you know and it, it's in it's in accordance with the title of the, of the right. film essentially right. it comes they, at night so like i just thought that was like say very paranoia comes at night know? right that's, yeah right and that's why you know you know and it could be different for each each character true for each character whatever that is that that night that happens is like with Travis, it's he has these visions at night. You know, they're like mm-hmm. the dad. He's like super on high alert at night. Oh yeah, no, he's he's got his gloves and his out. mask and his gun, like ready to go right away. Yeah, uh, I love like it. To me, Joe Edgerton was he level. daddy of the year. Right. He daddy of the year for this because he, he was he, did he was job. on it. He was protecting uh-huh. his family. And he he's got a, he's got a solid I American said. accent. I got to give him credit for that. He really he's does. great. Yeah, yeah, his American accent. I know. Yeah, he's really good. Um, he's also an executive love, producer, I love, I love but I think Edgerton. in the capacity that he yeah. is the the main actor in the film, I think that's why um, right. that he's get the he gets the credit. Um, I never watched anything out of this movie. I only just speculated on it based upon that poster. And that poster is wildly deceiving. It, it makes oh, yeah. you think that that dog is ready to go chase something. And uh-huh. there's literally nothing that you like. We don't know. Maybe there is. The dog does go after something, but it could have been a rabbit. Like it really could have easily just yeah, been a rabbit. Exactly. So, um, well, I think that's the thing too. Part of it is supposed to make us kind of paranoid along with them. Right. About like, yeah, because it's just our brain. It's really, it's them. They're not, there's nothing out there. Really, it's them. They're the ones that are making this stuff up and making it worse. Right. Humans in general. Because it sounds like all the groups were this way. Because even the guys that shot at them were like, people. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) popping up at them. Um, You know what's crazy? Okay, maybe I'm nuts. I only saw him shoot the one guy. I didn't know that there was a second guy until he was like, I got to go get the other guy. And I was like, what other guy? I was like... That yeah. I blinked too hard. I was so like, I don't think dude. we saw him shoot the first guy. It. I think that we see him shoot the second guy. Yeah. yeah. Because that's he shoots when weird. he's on like, the other side of the truck. I was like, and get out of that truck. Because part of me good. was like, because part yeah. of me was like, did I, did we need a second guy? Like, because it was just like, it, and I get it. Like, you know, it, it was just weird that he wasn't seen or mentioned until he was already dead. And I was just kind of like, is he like a friend of somebody? Uh, uh, I just thought it was weird. I just thought it was weird that it was like a second person that you didn't see him shoot or even see. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. That just seemed that it could be just me and that's fine. But it just that part that seemed very weird to me. I even rewound it to like, to, to like, did I miss? I was like, did I miss something? And I was like, how did two people? Pe-? I was like, I didn't, two people? I was just so confused. Oh. My brain just like, disappear for a second that's fair that was definitely a toyota commercial i'm sorry to say but there was no doubt in my mind that (laughs) toyota was because they they got very specific shots of that truck uh to show that it was a toyota those wheels uh of the wheels and then the dashboard (laughs) they showed the actual like white background speedometer i'm like "Ah, okay toyota we get it it is interesting that they didn't like greek any of that out for some reason yeah it's weird but but a lot of times too like it it but it also, it may not be anything, it, you know. True. So. It could just be that they really <laughs> wanted to show those those shots, and it's exactly what You're Toyota right. would yeah, have yeah. wanted. And we're like picking um, <laughs> the uh, the thing you both mentioned to me was that Christopher Abbott was in this film, and of course, he's also in Possessor. Yeah, he's also in and yeah. so we're we're getting that. I also noticed there's 100 percent a theme uh, through these three films that 
it always seems to happen even when we don't look for it. Uh, but I would say that one of the themes is family because all three of these films involve family mm -hmm. on some level, uh, which is really yeah. interesting. And then trust is another factor. Yeah. Uh, I think for all three films, they're mm -hmm. all about trust in some fashion. Um, either who can you trust or are, am I trustworthy, et cetera. Um, yeah. So. It, it, interesting how that works. It is weird how movies kind of, it kind of shows in a way that there's only so many tropes, so many themes, so many stories that can be told yeah. and they're all different versions of the same story. Uh, I think this movie got to me pretty bad, um, mostly because the the little kid of it all was just heartbreaking uh, on like multiple levels. The fact that he got sick, the fact that he, spoiler, as although law told you everybody dies, uh, the fact that yeah. he was killed, but not the fact that he was killed by the disease, but the fact that he yeah. was killed uh, by Paul uh, mm -hmm. because he was still like, these people can't get away. And Brian, you, you had mentioned this, you had said it, it's kind of, you see everybody's side. And it's one of those films where I don't think anyone in the film did anything wrong at right. all. Nope. And it still ended up this way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. But it wasn't because anybody was trying to deceive uh -huh. or because, or yeah, because yeah, yeah. they did the like run up the stairs instead of out the front door. Like there were none of those yeah. types of tropes. It was like, no, no, if I were them, I would have done that exact same thing. Right. Yeah. On That's both why I just sides. felt like, like, yeah. And like to Law's point too, it's just like, it just felt like the logical path. Right. Like everyone mm -hmm. dies. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> thank you that's like yeah and they're like man the shot just the very last shot of like the mm. husband and wife just sitting the table. across from each other it's like man well you could see she's like got you the could see the source yeah on her yeah man, oh. you can see like their faces like sunken yeah. in like they already yeah. look like they're getting sicker and sicker and black boom yeah i i like that i love how it ended because it was just like yeah. one of those things where it was like you're like yep i really feel like they were just kind of like all right finally because how long was we going go keep finding water and cutting wood and you know and because like i feel like because we went through the pandemic this film felt like a it, it hit not like really hard but it still hit to a, to a point because i'm thinking to myself like it was like that you know minus the like can't go out at night type of thing but it was still like people were in the streets like going crazy buying up all the toilet paper like people were fighting in the grocery store spitting like, on each you, other doing some crazy you know what i mean like you yeah. couldn't you couldn't go you couldn't go anywhere without you know like it places just looking destroyed right. because people were just in it shows you how quick you know people are gonna turn no like right. turn on a dime right. and so like this film literally showed that but just like out in the woods which makes it scarier because right. <laughs> crazy shit always well, happened in the woods and this is like weird <laughs> what would have been interesting is had they never actually showed the disease like if they had skipped the bud thing in the beginning no. and then not no. shown it they could have implied that this is just what happens to some people during even kind of sustainable pandemics Right. These right, groups yeah. of people all kind of ran out in the woods and now they don't they don't see city folks. Yeah, they don't like, know what hasn't happened and they could like just a, kill like each other. Like a village other. thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Very much. Like we're, we're like the rest of the world is still going on right. where it's just these right. people. But the fact that people and, like, died from the disease Oregon. in this movie shows you that's not the case. There really is this <laughs> pandemic happening. Right. Uh, right. And it's yeah, bad yeah. enough that but 24 hours, man, that, that's nothing like COVID. Like COVID, it was started out two weeks and then now it's still, yeah, yeah. you know, it's four or five days that you want to like avoid people. You know, yeah. 24 hours. I mean, that, that's a blessing. Like you can just be like, tie a person up outside yeah. and leave them for 24 hours. 
and the yeah. physical nature of it, like you can COVID, you can't that's see true it. That's too. Yeah, it's that's, just that's my, okay. So did the dog drag himself back home? He got home still sick. So. I, he was dying, I would guess. But those are yeah, all guesses because oh, okay. they don't show it. Like okay, they show yeah. him bloody yeah. before he's uh-huh. killed. That's why. See, that's why I'm always lend with my theory that the disease is airborne, but it comes from something. It comes from like some type of. Hmm creature source like happening it's a possibility <laughs> Sorry. yes something like that so like but like we, no but better but done better yeah, um yeah. but like but because it's just because it's just interesting to me like because you can take this and go so many different avenues with it and like that's what i like about it you can create like your own like fan fiction yeah. off of this film because like because they don't show you how the dog got back so either the dog with that gash in his stomach made it all the way back home or something dragged it there. Or to infect there's people. a third one, and I just like having the. the I just like having the from thoughts, a sick you know? creature. Yeah, my, yeah. my thing for me, my thing like for me that, is like the thought. Right for me, it's just I just took it at face value. Like I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care one. about where the this come from. Mm-hmm. What was the source? My thing is like, what's happening right now is in this little this within this family. Like mm-hmm. that's for me. That's it. Like I didn't. Because if I start thinking about all that stuff, it just takes me out of it, and then I'm like, I'm no. It throws me in more. That's why my brain goes there. It makes me, it makes me even more intrigued in the story to be like, but if it's a creature, oh my god, like the like it just makes my brain move. So I love, I love those like, what if it was this, and what if it was that, or maybe it was this, or it could have been this, but I don't have the answer. So it's like, so it's very like Inception-y type of like process to be like did, did the top fall no it didn't yes it did but it, uh, I don't. so for me that was like how this film kind of was it was like inception in a way like somebody ruined the end of like inception for me stuff. by the way not because oh. it was spoiled Aww. not because it was spoiled and i don't want to ruin it for you if you just want me to leave it alone i will but somebody made Damn. a definitive answer to that to that question Oh wow! You got to tell me off screen. Okay, I will. Because I don't, I don't want to ruin for anybody. Tell yeah, me off screen. I'm I so, will. I will. That's intriguing. Oh, you mean yeah? Whether or not he was still dreaming or not. Yes, mm-hmm. that that oh, was definitively gotcha. ruined. I feel for like me. I feel so, like I might have heard. Did Chris Nolan say that? No, but it's something that's kind of undeniable. I'll explain it when we're not on yeah. not on camera. I feel like no, I, I don't, don't want to know. Okay, I'll oh, just I tell know. it to law. Just we'll tell me. Just tell me. For me, because I love the ending. Because I love the ambiguous part of it. I do too. For me, I love. Any any ambiguous ending you can give me is is great is, if it's well done. Like, for yeah. me, like I just love it. I love theories. Me. I love like people being like what ifs and all that. I've sure. always loved stuff like that. So I love that you screen. both have different feelings about it, and we're here on a panel together. That's well, the thing is, like, well, the thing is, it's it's like I'm not not like that. The thing yeah. is, it's like it depends sure. on the movie. It depends on like certain oh, times. Sure. Like with with Inception, it's a totally different concept. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. this, it's just like it's a very small film. It's just a you know a very small story, mm-hmm. and like when I'm watching the film, I'm not gonna have those things because I'm I'm taking what's introduced to me and what like what's the evidence there that that is given to me if you want to call it evidence, and then later on like we can you know like mm-hmm. have all these crazy things you know. But during the movie, um, like what is the filmmaker giving me? Like what are these clues, you know, help lead you along? You know that that I'm paying attention to. Where Almost like, like you're on a ride with rails, but there's a ton of scenery around, it, like a haunted house kind of ride, yeah. and you're taking in everything that the haunted house creator tries to throw at you. Uh, yeah. And when you yeah. get off, you can go. Did you see that one thing? Yeah. And then you start trying to figure out like how they did this, how right. they did that. I'm on the ride like 
Oh, man, that came out like this. They probably, did you see this? They probably did this with it, with it. And that's like, that's me. Sure. I like it. That's me on the right doing that. I think it. I'm a, I'm a little bit, I lean towards the Brian method. Um, That's just me. But that's okay. Uh, but I'm you... also just like that though, like with Bri- what Brian said, like depending on yeah, what the film the... is, yeah, like because certain films, I'm like, ah, no, 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 I like the way they did that. <laughs> All right. No, like, like I like the way they did that. I don't, I don't need no theories. I don't right, need nothing yeah. extra. I you don't need, need any head cannon. Right, but it's, it's some films that are just kind of like weird, like this one in a good way that I'm like, but like, how did the dog get back? Oh my god, did it drag itself? Back? Like it, it gets me like, like like hyped up for it and like it's like got that. me hyped up to like ask all these questions so yeah if people are excited about a movie i'm excited that's that's it's usually uh and it usually helps like if we ever watch movies in a group i swear i will tend to lean toward whatever the group is feeling because i want to keep it cohesive and fun and uh, right. i've learned the hard way that when you stand up and tell people the movie they just loved was a piece of shit that they don't really react very well to that uh oh, no. but you know you learn yeah. you live and you learn yeah. uh not that i ever said it just like that but you get the idea right um <laughs> i think we should rate this film and then we we have two other films to move on to and i think the possessor is going okay. to take a bit of discussion uh because uh, or possessor not the possessor um so let's go ahead and say oh, more. So um, American. All the all the movie things. What did you think of <laughs> It Comes at Night? Uh, I'll give us a eight. Solid, solid, solid yeah. rating. Mm-hmm. How about you, Black Girl Marvel? Well done. Same. I'll give it an eight. It's rewatchable. Mm-hmm. I will also give it an eight. Um, I actually cried at the end of this film. Um, Great. And it it oh, got me personally. You. Well, the way that they when she said, "You can let go." Oh God, I'm gonna cry on screen. Uh, you can let go. Uh, that's exactly what oh, I said yeah. to my father well, with said... my hand on his chest yeah. when he passed away. So uh, that was very okay. like pff, punched me right in the gut. Uh, but I also cried. She said that to her father at the beginning. Too. Yeah, I know, and yeah, I caught that. I, I, it well, didn't impact yeah. me until I had gone through the whole story and saw. And right, then, of course, right. it was the kid, uh, her, you know, seventeen-year-old right. kid. Um, anyway, I, I, I too, give it an eight. I think this is definitely worth a watch. I had heard lots of bad things about it, so it's interesting that I, I feel the oh, opposite really? of what I heard. Uh, yeah, I heard thing. it was kind so. of boring yeah, I, and slow. I was unsullied. Me and Brian heard unsullied right? by people. Exactly. Now that's true for me on the other two. I heard nothing about these other two films whatsoever. Um, so uh, moving into yeah, the yeah. monster, which I'm going to start on because Law is going to be the one that starts on the possessor. Or on, I keep putting the the on there. And American. it does not belong, right? It's terrible. Um, before I say anything about the monster, I want to throw out that what's really interesting between it comes at night and the monster is you could flip the titles and it would still make sense. Um, sure would. <laughs> right. Sure would. So, um, sure would. I thought that was kind of interesting now for different reasons, because obviously in the first, thing, right. it comes at night, yeah, they are all kind that. of monsters, yeah. you know, in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then it lends to what law has been saying about maybe there was a thing. Um, so th- there was that. Well, they definitely allude to that, of course. They like, do. They with do. everything. Like, right. yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's the yeah. idea. So the monster is, is, uh, uh, it's a film. And it, uh, I found myself more engaged with the mother-daughter aspect of this film and kind of where that was leading than any of the kind of horror side creature stuff. Uh, I got pretty bored with the creature stuff pretty quickly. And it's because... This film does what every other film that chooses this route does, which is show way too much of the monster and it's just a monster and it's not that scary to me. So like, sure, it's got big teeth and it's weird looking, but it's not, it's not new. It's not different. It, it wasn't grotesque enough. You know, I, I don't know. So for me, 
I found myself engaged. I liked a lot of the sub subtext that they were throwing in as, you know, being that they were dealing with a real monster, but there's also, you know, the monster of addiction uh, in the background of this film as they're going through the story of the mother um, and the way she treats her daughter. So I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's okay. We can unpack it, but that's, that's my initial thought. How about you, Lo? Um, I don't know. I enjoyed this. Like you said, I enjoyed the mother daughter because you don't, see a lot of you know barring like precious i guess like you don't really see a lot of mother-daughter relationships in this way that doesn't result in like some type of reconciliation and them two like hopping off into the sunset being better mother-daughters to each other right like again this is an ending in which spoiler alert uh, oh yeah i think we should start telling people what the like like, like the premise of these movies because it's it's to assume that they watch right. them you know, it's a thing. True. So, um, so my bad. So, like, um, the monster is essentially a mother-daughter uh um film, um about about a mother and a daughter who like just butt heads because they are kind of similar, but the mother has an addiction that kind of makes her a monster, and then ironically they encounter a monster and have to somehow bridge that gap between their like who they know they need to be and who like the daughter wants her mother to be, and it's craziness ensues and we're about to spoil it so um um i enjoyed this film again when you there's not like a lot of mother-daughter films that get me like this because i like my dad's like he's been long past and i have my mom so mom like mother-daughter films like really like like stick out to me because they don't really write them it's usually like father and son mother and son you know it's never like mother and daughter it's like very rare mm -hmm. um at least for me Throw me the movies if y'all have them. But I like seeing that this that they didn't have a really good relationship. I like seeing the the emotional roller coaster that not only the mom goes through, but the daughter goes through. Like to put a knife to your mom and just be like, I hate you. It's brutal. To be like, I like to be I hate you. Like that just shows you like the level of like she's been pushed to as a child to even have like to even feel mm -hmm. that she 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 had to do that or needed to do that, right? So it was just, it was so gritty and dirty, like this relationship. And then for this thing to kind of like happen, just for her to, just for them to realize that they do love each other. It's just that she just didn't know how to be the mom she wanted her to be. Like, it was just what, like, what she needed her to be, you know, that she deserved as a kid. Like, and I love that it didn't like, there wasn't like, you're the reason dad left. Like the dad was like, he was there, but he was like a non-factor. And I liked that he was just like, somewhere else waiting for her to arrive and it was like solely about the mother and the and the daughter i will agree with snitty like when the first time we see the monster behind the girl i was like what is that i was like what i was like what is that and then the first time we saw it i was like oh that's that's disappointing i was very disappointed in the monster um and then I was very disappointed in how the monster died because it was a man in a sheet. Uh, it, it it just didn't look right. The death. It looked like a I was dude like, walking on. It looked like a dude yeah. walking like on all fours, like in yeah. a suit with a with draped with a cloth that was like lit on fire. And I was like, just to be fair, the budget for this film was under three million. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. When I first shown as much, that's why. No, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I was like, his death should have been quick, um, because I was because when I saw the death, I was like. Hold on, and I pushed pause, and I was like, "What's the budget on this?" I was, like, I was like, "What's the budget?" And I looked at it, and like on Wikipedia, it said three million. So I was like, "That makes sense." So like, I understand why 
it's they I just feel like you maybe but, you could have made it darker, maybe cut it cut it a little, you know, shorter just, or something. I don't know. I don't and, and I definitely want to hear Brian's initial take, but the whole idea that yeah, they sure. sucked the truck driver under the truck without showing it was more terrifying than most of the rest of the like horror stuff to me. Because they That didn't was like my favorite it. part. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't even because they didn't show it. I it took so long for him to die, it's and true. I thought that that was like amazing. Is it felt like they kept cutting back to the car, come back to him, he's still dying. Come back to the car, it's okay, baby. Come and he was him, already I was like, he was right here, already gashed and missing an arm, and I was just like, I was just like, how long is it gonna take for this guy that, to and just hear him scream in like this like rainy darkness? It was like that was like a really really good scene, yeah. and it kind of went like. It kind of went pear shaped after that a little bit, but not too much. I like the I like the story. I like how it ended. I like the little girl. She was voiced by the the end of voice was Kira Knightley, the voice over. I didn't. I was like, what? almost like she was an an adult. An adult. It was like it was like an adult version of her speaking according to according to Wikipedia. But then part of me was like, she sounded exactly like the little girl, but maybe it was just perfect casting. Like I was like, I thought so. It too. sounded just like the little girl to me. I was like, I was like, that no, did not sound like Kira Knightley. I was like, that's wild. I was like, that could be Kira. I was like, somebody wrote that in and it was wrong. But th- but that's what it said on Wikipedia that it was Kira Knightley as a as the adult version of her. What did um, you think, Brian? But well, yeah, what do you think, Brian? Um I I went th- I was back and forth with this movie while I was watching it. Too. Okay. I was like, man, am I liking it? like I liked it? And then like there's like moments where I was like, oh, maybe I don't like this. <laughs> this is really <laughs> annoying. Um because there are definitely elements where like the little girl was, you know, got on my nerves a little bit, or there's situations that were like one little scenario where they kept yelling at the, the tow truck driver when he's under the car. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a dumb little thing, but it's like, he's not going to hear you. It's like, he's under a car. It's raining outside. He's like, come on. Then like they keep, I'm just, I just, I was like, you guys are very rude and they're honking at him. Like this guy's trying to do his job. I just think, mm-hmm. you know, this is one little thing, but, um, but yeah, I do. I do. There's some, but then there's like other powerful moments where like the one that really hit. Well, there's a bunch of them because there's like I've like dealt with you know addicted parents and everything, mm-hmm. and Same. so I've been this little girl. And like, there's one scene where, um, uh, what's her name, Zoe, Kazan. Zoe Kazan, yeah, where she's on the porch. And she's just telling herself to go to sleep, just go to bed, just go yeah. to bed. I'm like, man, I was like, that yeah, that is scene. Real. No, she like, crushed that scene. She, yeah. I was like, this is. I've seen this. It's like, yeah, in my dad. I was like, this is real. I was like, yeah. This would have been a better movie without the horror aspect, though. I think that if you just took the monster out and made it a monster of like either addiction or the mother. Well, it, I don't know. I, I think know there's the definitely whole... subtext to that, but I don't know. It, right? Yeah, and that's like the whole point for me, like. Yeah, the monster is kind of like hokey in parts. I feel like the monster just like suddenly appears, and it's like there wasn't like a lot of build up to it. Um, but I think for me, like it's not. That's not the point of the film. This monster is just there to represent the metaphor. Like it's really just about like you know this mom and this daughter, and yeah, of course the obvious kind of like idea of. Like for me, there's there is a generational thing with addiction. Um, it can manifest itself, and they even say in the dialogue, like there are monsters in the dark. Sometimes they're where you can't see them. Sometimes they're right there, and you can't see them. Um, 
and you don't know when they're going to hit you. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's a direct, like, you know, thing that can happen with you as a child growing up with addiction. Mm -hmm. You see those monsters right there. And then you grow up yourself trying so hard not to be like that parent. Somehow something else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Something that you were not expecting gets you and you're all of a sudden addicted. And I think like there's these direct kind of like parallels with the mom fighting the monster, right? Directly and just getting Mm -hmm. consumed by it literally and metaphorically. Okay. Mm -hmm. That like, I love that. And then the little girl trying to fight her mom's own monster when she, you know, she can't really do that, you know, because it's done. It's already got her mom. You know, mm-hmm. there's no doing that. And then she, and then like, but it turns into monster, a monster. Exactly, exactly. And it turns. And she into, learns how to like stand up yeah, for herself she's find and not be as herself. afraid. Yeah, but she, like her she like, does her. take the direct tools her mother gave her about how to use fire and how to hide right. and how to be quiet. The tools she mm-hmm. gave her in that car trip, how yeah. to deal with that monster. Mm-hmm. So there's. So there, if that wasn't like older, if there was an older, if that was. Kira as Kira I think she's not showing up on IMDB by the way so I'm not oh, okay. sure how I So I don't like so I don't yeah. believe it then yeah. so I don't believe it but <laughs> but even if that was like her talking in the future maybe a little bit older or like just relaying her story to whoever yeah. I feel like in that moment she realized that like cuz even though her mama said it I'm pretty sure her mom has her mama saw her plenty of times that she loved her and then turned around and did something stupid that like negated that 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 sentence. And they allude to that with so, those back those flashbacks. Right, right, and right with those back right. and forth. So like I think in that moment of her stepping out into the light and her being like, well, like I finally understand that now that you know some 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 yeah. monsters you can see, some monsters like are just like right there like you can't see stuff like that. I think that was her moment of realizing that her mom actually did love her she just had her, like a monster you know I me mean, in right. this in a sense like not that she yeah, was saying monster, she but you know but yeah, like she, she i think she right i think she realized that like in the end like her mom gave her life to me it doesn't erase everything that she's done because you still like put this girl no. through a lot like you know it never does I mean, but, like, therapy first sh- oh even with, for sure even without this actual monster right. like right like, that, that just added though into like what yeah, he's like, talking oh about by the way <laughs> i had to attack my monster uh yeah yeah i'm a blaze as a child like you i know. witnessed four but murders you know, by I, this monster four murder you know yeah. and so it's just like yeah, I, right. I just think her stepping out into the light is her just being like okay my mom did love me and she was right i, I i'm gonna yeah. be a better i'm gonna be better than her like in in all aspects, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna have all these all her good traits are gonna like blossom through her, and I think that was like pretty cool. And that one scene, like I cried at this movie. I I was not expecting nice. it either. I was like, I and it, was, it wasn't until that scene, you know, that actually <laughs> at the very end when they're under the covers, that's when I got mm-hmm. me. I was just like, damn, why is this happening? I was no, like, that was a really good. That was a really good yeah, scene. You know, Elizabeth that... Moss was supposed to be this character she's supposed to be zoe kazan's character i, would, I can agree with out. that would you yeah i can see it too. would you say that that scene was post what yeah. happened and it was her yeah. imagining what her mother would so. say to her because that's what i got from yeah. it um that's what i was told. and it was that's the one got, thing that was not just, a flashback it was just too it was just yeah, too it was, white and bright it, it was, was. Too white and bright it matched her coming she, through the trees right it was kind of the right same tone because she said the um because her mom says the thing of like um i don't mm-hmm. hate you do you hate me so that means that yeah. like she she in this wherever she is now she heard her say that i hate you right and so mm-hmm. like she so that's why i thought the girl was like pretty much like kind of well, cleansing it, herself in a way yeah. she's kind of like cleansing herself in a way for me it, it kind of like is um 
in direct opposition to that scene where they're in the garage and she's late for her like play. Play. Mm -hmm. I was like, the fuck you scene, man. Yeah, just like, just going at it like that is brutal. Like, like you're saying this to to your daughter for one. Yeah, and just like for only saying I don't want you to go because you're unreliable and you'll make a scene out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, her fuck you. Yeah. The Lizzie's fuck you at the end of that scene was the most powerful one, and like yeah. Oh, that little girl was acting her butt off. I mean, she's like 22 now, but (laughs) she's like 22 now, but she was acting her butt off. I was like, I bet she better get all the Gotham awards that they be giving out for kids (laughs) stuff like that because she was like performing like when they. Like she had like that like Dakota Fanning little girl scared war of the worlds type of like shiver and fear <laughs> and type of thing even though she was doing dumb stuff like walking into the woods by herself well but, you know uh, I was like ma'am she no. was getting brave know, her mother was teaching her to be brave and so she had to do that and very true but still I was like ma'am doing that's it a no when go. you're scared that's what bravery really is right for sure so for sure but no there, there was also another metaphor um, with the the teddy bear that could sing or that had the songs where she was told she was too old for that. And then she used the teddy bear to lure the monster, which is, and of course that teddy bear is totally thrashed at this point. Um, but it oh, was yeah. uh, almost like the giving up childish things in order to be things, an adult yeah. kind of thing. Like she put, like. she put her safety, that was her safety blanket. She put right. her safety yeah. blanket aside. You know, right. that's so like she, her version of so she did blanket. that biblical quote to giving up the childish things. Um, yeah. Um, I, I just thought that was interesting. Well, because it's from I'm quoting a Bible. The Bible I'm quoting. I, literally, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how to use air quotes. I air quote my air quotes. You know it was just saying? funny to me. He was like, like, it's like, like it's, I think it's, it's like, I think it's, yeah. It was like, I he think doesn't it's know. Like, um, <laughs> people do, moves, people do this. It's a moo point. I don't know what that okay, means. it's a, it's a moo point. He was like, he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's a moot oh, point. Side note. Side note, real quick, because we because we talked about um um friends. I on my way to uh, this callback today, I saw a billboard that says, um, "Don't pivot, we deliver." And pivot was written like how they write friends. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it was a Gardner. Yeah. It was a it was a Gardner right. Yeah. When I tell you, I cackled down the freeway because I thought that was so funny. I was like, yeah. hey, yeah. if I had money, I would go buy a chair or something. I would <laughs> go buy an Ottoman because you because you own that little poster. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, let's see the monster. I like that that the little girl had a couple of monsters. Her mama, the actual monster. Her fear is a monster. You know mm. what I mean? Like uh, I would even boy, say she was afraid dang, of Jesse. I was like, dang Scott. She was I was like, like dang Scott Speedman. Yeah, I was like, dang Scott Speedman. Yeah. Oh man. But I'm talking about I'm talking about Roy. I was like, he he know he could play an angry person because like every now and again when he plays somebody that's like a little bad, I'd be like, okay, Scott, like, look at you. You just not like listening to boyfriend. Look at you. Came in for a couple hours, did a scene real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's another actor in the I next guess movie this is that like did that too. The same was it the same producers as no, the same director, I think, as The Strangers. I think it was the same director. Yeah. 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 Writer, I really director. Like yeah. yeah. I think it was the, yeah, it was from The Strangers. I love Strangers. That was good. I was like, I okay, Liv too. Tyler. I was like, I know you can do that, girl. Does that mean so, we need to remove, review that movie? Because that's one of those movies that I, 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 I I hate that movie. I really don't well, like lucky that for movie. you. There's a whole trilogy coming out. I know. So. And Honestly. my wife really liked that movie, but I, I just, <laughs> I liked it. I was, I was so bored. I was like, 
surprised too when I saw the trailer. I was like, I was this would be stupid. Yeah, exactly. This would be stupid. Like, eh. And then I watched the movie. I was like, oh, snap, close the door, close the door. See, oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, wow, like, oh. this looks intriguing and this is cool. And then I watched it and went, those characters are stupid. You know, I guess it <laughs> really is. I get really angry when characters do beyond stupid things and there's a lot of that in the strangers i think so um but that yeah. you know i mean the only stupid people, thing for guess, me but only stupid thing for me and the monsters which i understand if they did this it wouldn't be as as hitting as it was but once the mom found out that light is what scares it away i'm like why don't you just stay in the emergency truck until the morning like just keep shining your light <laughs> or you know just like i was like that way you didn't have to like sacrifice yourself and like leave your daughter outside by herself. She's a little girl. Her legs can't carry her that faster than a monster that can like gallop on four. I know. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was like, her can't okay. And you didn't even Aware. survive. Like, you didn't even well, survive yeah, that long. Or her, try to yeah, kill no. the monster. I thought she was gonna like I knew she was gonna sacrifice herself, but, but I thought like, she was gonna sacrifice in herself fight. in a way that was like in a fight. And yeah. she just kinda like was like lights out and, and give yeah, up. She but that, puts okay, out that was her fine. Weapon. And I was like, ma'am. Basically, I was like, you were in a. It's, I bet it was scalpels all up in that thing. I would have been slicing and dicing, even no, if I like, knew I was gonna die. Why weren't the emergency lights on? Why weren't all the like exterior like, like the ambulance has back exterior lights? Like, mm -hmm. there's tons of lights on that vehicle. Right. They could have lit up. And mm -hmm. I get it. It was in the moment. That was the only thing that I was just like, just stay in the truck until the lights come on. But you wouldn't have this girl have stood like to. Like realize how much she does love her mom. The metaphor dies in this and version, be, right? <laughs> in, you know, in my version for sure. But still, my brain, my logical brain was like, just, just shine the light on them anytime. But I was just like, it's fine. You, you wouldn't have this great ending to me, you know, because I, I enjoy how it ended, like how it, how like the mother sacrificed herself because she knew she was dying because she threw up and whenever you know she was bleeding internally, it was pretty much a done deal at that point. So I, I like that she sacrificed herself, but I kind of just wanted her to go out. With a little bit more fight because she's had fight this entire time when she was you know you know the monster and her daughter's like story essentially you had all this fight i thought she was gonna take that to the actual monster well the funny the funny thing is too though like to kind of contradict that a little bit is like with like addiction as you know you guys know like she was not winning that fight so the thing was it kind of just made sense that she's like why would she think she's gonna win this fight in a way, you know what I mean? So it, it kind of, for me, it kind of parallels. No, I get that. Her struggle that she's, that. she's like, she's. They she want me to win. I just wanted her to puncture it a couple of Wait, times. I like didn't a, want her yeah, to win. A physical I just didn't OD want her to like kind of a thing fully give up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like maybe. fully give up. That's all. I just don't want that. But she was, maybe, she was an alcoholic. Maybe. I don't think she was doing yeah. many other drugs. I think it was alcohol. No, I don't think she was. I just think it was just alcohol. Yeah. Because she got all pissed when they didn't have beer. So like they didn't have any alcohol in the house. Yeah, yeah. She was, at first I was like she's looking for the stuff. pills or something but no they were looking for the keys to get to the yeah. car so to drive the liquor store. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Scott Speedman showed up and that one eye was in the little thing I said he crazy I said he need a house <laughs> that boy crazy um, Muncie actually jumped in here and said he would rather um, just not fight it and let it just kill him uh, because he'd rather die as quickly as possible and I can see that too if you know you're going to lose why not you know throw yeah. yourself to the wolves if you will no i get that but also take a scalpel with you and stab something in the neck i'm just saying as you die that's all i'm saying you're gonna die anyway why die without trying to take the thing with you at least or at least get some type of puncture wounds where it can't right. it can't chase down your daughter in 2.5 seconds so you know what i mean just, right. just you know 
And you yeah, know she don't she listen to you. Run. No way. She was. She was not going to run away. Right. She just. She ain't been listening to you this whole movie, this whole time, baby. <laughs> right. Like you asked her, could you smoke in the car? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. loved that. That showed the maturity switch on them so oh, dramatically yeah. more well, than any other part. She's, yeah, she's yeah. been kind of taken care of her mother, you know, taking care of herself, really, right? For the most part, like like you do when you're in those situations as a kid. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that was yeah, they, why would they played it well. Like I, I could tell yeah. that they felt the maturity no, the acting level felt was switched. Amazing. The acting, the acting was amazing because it's like I've been in like that's literally like it's not me and my mom, but it's me and my dad. Like I've like mm-hmm. I, I could pretty much like run my dad, essentially. Like as messed up as that sounds, like I could I could make him cry just by saying certain words. I could I can make him do whatever I wanted him to do because it was like he was a guy that was addicted and like essentially I was the only person that like loved him. So like and he like he needed that love and i felt like the mom needed her love because she was like take the watch because i know you're not gonna come back no 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 but you're not coming back like because she knew she wouldn't come back for herself if she was in that position right. so it's like you know they know it's just that addiction is addiction it's a, it's, it's a hard thing to like shake off you and the damage that you leave behind that doesn't get easily fixed just like that damage took so long to become this long you can't fix it just by like saying you sorry a billion times because i've heard it yeah. already you can't just it, it it goes back to that whole scene on the porch where it's like why can't you just do this why can't you just stop you know blah blah because you can't because it's like Cause you can't because the, the thing timid- is not the thing yeah the, the alcoholism and the, the the drinking and the actual alcohol itself is not the actual the thing, problem no right the it's thing all this other shit it's all it's, it's all internal she not unpacked right yep, like, that she hasn't work. been dealing with yeah so it's like you can't just this next wait. movie gets yeah. into that as well in a weird way um it actually goes yeah. into that oh in, yeah in some in detail very, yeah, different way. <laughs> um, but it's still the same. Like, they're all about the human psyche. Mm-hmm. All three of these films are about the human psyche as well. Um, there was something I noticed about some of the filming in this film that that stuck out to me. Um, when you normally show the front of a car, when you've got two characters on a road trip together, you show them side by side and you show them either, you know, frumpy with each other or talking or whatever they're, you know, you show both. But um Brian uh, Bertino did a good job where he showed the mom in the far left of the frame with an empty road and then the daughter in the far right of the frame with an empty road showing just how completely aside they were from each other Um, and then only showing them from the back, which is something you don't normally see in car shots. You usually see the two shot uh, with with people. Uh, And he did a lot of that um, where, again, as they pulled over so she could smoke her cigarette, it showed the daughter in the window and then the mother's reflection uh, next to each other. And he used a lot of basic filming techniques, a lot of rule of thirds in this film, I noticed, where he was definitely shifting everybody off to one side just to kind of give it a more, I guess, artistic feel rather than like we do on this show where we're talking heads and we're framed up in the middle. Although Law, <laughs> Law does like to, to get off the side there. That's Law is her you need own to see the, You need to see... We do. Star Wars. We do. Oh, that's right. I don't want to be like in the center. The thing with that, too, is like a lot of times with like rule of thirds, like with interviews they're they need looking room so right. usually you're looking off somewhere so you need this space here to like look off mm-hmm. we're like talking to camera right. our looking space is directly because we're talking to you guys right we're talking to you yeah, guys. Exactly. and also this is where my camera always is like just don't know like i'm just saying this is where my camera always is because when i do reaction videos it's up here it's right. here like this oh. space is for like the video 
So it's just like, yeah, yeah. this is normally where I sit. Like, yeah. I like it though. Well, it's usually like down that makes here. Sense. You're gonna do it's, like, that. it's like right here. Like the news. Yeah. You know? And then I have stuff up here to be like, follow, subscribe, stuff like that. So nice. Yeah. That's why it's a gap. It just works. <laughs> it just works that way. <laughs> we should put a real study symbol there or something while we're. Honestly? Just freaking it, do it, man. It right <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. There's one above us. I'm so, so serious. Know, it's, it's there. Um, I'll put one. I'll get a sign or something. I'll get a green screen and just be like, the real study thing is behind me or something. We can figure that out. Green screens are way cheaper than people think they are. Uh, and they're very easy to set up. You don't need a green screen for that. You don't, technically. You, it just these days. It goes right over the video. Yeah. Oh, it never works for me. No, literally, literally what he's saying is I could just throw one on there as long yeah, as you don't you move need too far screen. to the to the left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I figured right. you could, but to like, the, but I get a right. green screen, Brian. Nope, Come on, work That's with right. me. That's yeah. for like, you wouldn't need it for that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was just, you know, but I, I wanted a green screen. But I wanted a green screen, Brian, please. <laughs> but I wanted to do that with the green screen just because. Right, right. Because then it could go behind you if you wanted to, but. Yeah. If you just or I can, snack, you know, it'll just stay there. Yeah, true. Very true. You could hide your face behind it too when you're having those moments. Mm -hmm. Lean over and be like, I, I, do, I do like face, to do that. So I like to disappear, but not really. Um, let's see. So we do have another film to cover, and um, I'd like to give a little extra time. So we've got five extra minutes here if we rate this one. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about The Monster? Um, I thought the acting was Chef's Kiss. That's what I'll say. Fair enough. Uh, and since we're an audio podcast, that's when Chef's Kiss makes sense. But she also did the Chef's Kiss, right. which I think is, <laughs> I've never understood that. You know, and then you say it. Uh, that's a new generation. Yeah. Thing. Because because yeah. you have to. It's Why very you like, you have to say <laughs> but it. But it's a TikTok it thing. That's what drives me crazy. It's like it became a thing on TikTok when it was a video. Oh, you, yeah. People you like, could just yeah, go, like, oh, I've always done this. It. I've always like, I've right. like, But now people like, are like, Chef's Kiss. I'm like, what? That's like saying uh -huh. awesome, awesome. You know, I, I don't know. It's. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. So, anyway, I, I digress. I, that's just me being pedantic about language. So, uh, I went first. I'll go first on this one. I am going to give this... Mm, this discussion has changed my feelings on it a bit. <laughs> I love that. I don't think I'll ever watch it again, so I'm going to give it a six and a half. Uh, mm. And let's see. What do you think, La? I could see myself watching this again. So, like, I'll give it, like, I'll give it a seven five. Okay. I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah. How about you, Brian? Yeah, it's a 7.5 for me, too. Okay. All right. 7.52. 7.52. So just all, you know, like almost 7.55, you know, closer. Yeah. Not quite, but. All right. So we do have our third film. Uh, this is the neon film in the bunch. The other last two this were both A24. Um, this is definitely the story of a girl. That's true. Um, that poster is deceiving uh quite deceiving uh, i imagine I this film based on about that too i was like it's actually kind of genius it is it is yeah, because the poster makes me go this is sick and disgusting and weird and yeah. and while it's still cronenberg to the core you can tell he was definitely influenced by his father uh this this threw me off la i was going to give you the first take on what you thought of a possessor um this movie possessor wild the I like to say, um, <laughs> I like to add words for no reason. So, Possessor. Brian Cronenberg's this, Possessor. This film was wild. Okay, the, the moment it started, I was like, what am I watching? 
I was like, what is this? Because I didn't read the other two films. I read the synopsis for them, and I think I'm gonna stop doing that. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm gonna stop doing that. This one I didn't read the synopsis, so I was like, the entire time I was like, what is? I was like, what is happening in this film? Um, I thought it was like very artistic, very interesting. The acting between, um, I believe her name is Riseborough. Is that her? Yeah. Yeah. Andrea Riseborough and Christopher yeah. Abbott was like, mwah, chef's kiss. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> over Sorry, to, mwah, chef's kiss. Uh-huh. Yeah, really exaggerated. I, I love yes. it. I love it. Kiss. Yes. <laughs> um, but I thought it was like, it was so weird, but interesting. I thought, okay, I'll say this. I didn't dislike it. <laughs> but I didn't really like it. But I like the concept. I thought the concept was like such an original concept because, like, yeah, spoiler right. alert, professor, professor, possessor professor. is yeah. professor. <laughs> honestly, we can make that. I'm just saying, um, it could be a, it could be a prequel with um, Jennifer Jason Lee's character, how she became like the person that she is. Oh yeah. Um, you see how I pivot that improper? No, I'm saying. Um, so uh I like damn it, I lost my train of thought. But um, but but I do I did like that this film was like weird. So like the premise of this film is that it's a woman who's like an assassin, but instead of like her killing people, which she does, she possesses other people with like technology, she can jump into their bodies and use their bodies to kill the people that's her target and then come out of their bodies. So like she kills the target, kills the person that did it and then she jumps out of the body and goes back into her own body that's she, such a she sci-fi avatars people if you wanted to she see does yeah, she just avatars yeah. people she 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 james cameron's avatars people right <laughs> I'll sorry because yeah. <laughs> it's a couple avatars out there um and this is basically like corporate another thing it's like it's that was why yeah not like some government thing it's like a, a no corporation that it does a corporation and it was like it yeah. was pretty, it was, I thought that concept alone, I was like, this is like the most like, sci-fi what? thing, pro- like, uh, like plot I ever, like, like thought, of, I could think of myself in my life. Yeah. So seeing it's... that, like, seeing that go, and then, like, the psychological part of it, those, two, those are the two things for me that worked for me. All of the, like, it, I think everything worked for what the film was. I, I won't knock that, you know, even if I didn't particularly care for it like it, I won't knock that. I think all of, like, the different grains and, like, the the, the, the gradients and, like, the different colors and stuff like that, it was, like, that was, like, pretty dope. I love the artistic feel of this. I love the, like, how, like, they just went for it, right? That's, the, I think that's the thing I took out of this, like, what's the artistic part of it? They was just, like, we're going to do this and then like him like killing her and popping her face and then putting the mask over his face and then him being in her memories doing this thing as her ask when it's actually her face <laughs> <laughs> it was her skin like he put it like a mask it was like, yeah. it was so wild like it was just like yeah, that part was cool. this 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 film was like a like if i don't need to do acid like that's that's what this film is for me like you don't need to do acid and it was just a very interesting premise like the premise alone just like kept me locked in because i was like where are you going with this and then the the psychological part of it all of like her boss pretty much like in again inceptioning her to become something that she wanted her to be from the i was like you had you essentially drove her insane and and to watch her kind of be like a um like taskmaster a little bit and like 
mimic voices and like how they kind of like move and stand. That was, it was just such an interesting like procedure because you know, anytime we see a film where somebody jumps into somebody else's body, they just automatically just do stuff and people are like, Accepting you're the person. You're exactly the same as you were you're yesterday. The same as you were the other day. <laughs> and this in this one, it was like she had to like, like, yeah, how you doing? Uh yeah, because she doesn't know his memories or anything. That was like that's it's it was just such a yeah. smart way of going about it that you didn't see. I really felt like whoever created this really sat down and was like, What's been done? Brandon, scrap yeah, yeah, that. Actually, what hasn't been done? What would, what would Let's do, do the things that haven't been done and see how we can make it. And I love that type of creative process. I would have loved to have been in the room. I probably would have been yeah. in the corner, like, "What is happening?" But I would have loved like every minute of it. But I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it though. All so, right. yeah. Brian, what did you think of Possessor? I got it right. Yeah. So I'm not like. I mean, I know Brandon Cronenberg hasn't had too many films, uh, but I'm not the biggest. Brandon Cronenberg fan. I I wasn't a fan of Infinity Pool. Um, mm. not sure if that's a hot take or not, but um, oh, I've never seen any of his movies. So oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> so I was kind of like going to this one, and be like, eh, what is this? You know, is this going to be another Infinity Pool or a previous kind of thing? Is this, mm-hmm. you know? But I actually enjoyed this much more than Infinity Pool. Um, and. Yeah, I was like that with like what Lau was mentioning too. I was like, I loved all those little details that they figured out. Like, like they physically had to like take the person, you know, unconscious and like surgically do things first. Like, man, it's like a crazy operation they got to do. Yeah, just so they can like possess the person. And think about it. She ended up. She did that to her. Her probably to both her both of her son and her 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 husband. Oh yeah. Both of them probably have implants right. because the son was implanted at the end. I like don't. She was yeah, exactly. She did it, oh, that's totally, but they were yeah. done. It was done by the corporation at, at the. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think she. I don't think okay. she even Sorry. knew. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying like. I'm they, saying they, like. Yeah, she covered her it. bases. Like they Gerder covered her bases and uh-huh. yeah and implanted both of them and I was like I was like. That was a left field thing, but go ahead, yeah. Brian. My bad. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some definite. Yeah, but I, I did think it was gonna be something else too. Like I thought it was gonna be like way more like body horror than it mm-hmm. actually That's was. What I, I didn't think too. it was gonna be like so like was that? That's what I thought too. I thought it was. Gonna yeah, be a lot yeah, more yeah. Body I, I think the poster kind of lends you to that too. Where you're yeah. Oh, there's gonna be some messed up. But I love, I love psychological stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like definitely more sci-fi mm-hmm. for me, you know. And um, but yeah, like the plane with the like. Like another element that felt like what would really happen is like where the because the whole thing was like to make his will be weakened and have her have total control right Mm -hmm. that's such a like crazy concept too is like how strong is your will Mm -hmm. and his will was tate's will was was green lantern (laughs) yeah and like it was like messing her up and so mm-hmm. her connection was like like psychologically messing her yeah. up and plus Jane her was will back. was weaker because she didn't yeah. want to go back she and she was kind of forced to go back right yeah so she was already wasn't in the, even in the right mind frame to like no, totally to do she was that. already weakened from the previous job mm-hmm. well also you know what i mean like, uh, who 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 switches bodies and then does drugs i just i just i just want to put that out there <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry that already has to be a psychedelic experience switching bodies experiencing right. what it's like to have a penis when you don't etc yeah why are you putting drugs in there too when he opened it my favorite parts i was like because that's right. exactly what i would that's do if i was in a body oh there's thing. nobody on the planet <laughs> like, that exactly. wouldn't be you know that wouldn't yeah like, look exactly like, you know? yeah man um, like, what a, like but but like just a glance it didn't have to be like 
playing with no, it totally. or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the things. Not till the sex yeah, scene, but... You you're know. curious. Right. I mean, yeah, so, like, those little things are like, so real to me, uh, but but the very psychological nature of it, of of this battle mentally within your own self of, like, man, there's something in there, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many things you could, like, go I mean, off. It's like the dissociative identity disorder is like one thing that comes to mind. Like that could be a, right. like a kind of like a, a slight parallel, not a full comparison, just like a slight parallel of like, oh, yeah. just having that. like a, another, like another thought or another person talking, another person moving, like, and like how like much they, of your own will, how much your own will can control other, or like, yeah. hold that part back or however it is. Cause when they, when they finally confronted each other mentally and she was trying yeah. to get him to kill her husband, I was like, Oh, she's broken. I was like, she's been, yeah. she's broken. I was like, okay, when, she's broken. And like the thing is, too, she's kind of addicted to the, the job, killing the killing. Like, yeah, because the... she doesn't even kill the easiest way; she kills the hardest way every yeah. time. The most satisfying yeah, yeah. way, I would this say. Fi- yeah. yeah. So she's already she's nuts, right. and yeah. Gerda just needs to push her just a little bit more. The way yeah, she so. took out Sean Bean or tried to take out Sean Bean. Was oh my god, brutal! Dude. And <laughs> yeah. as soon as I saw Sean Bean, I was like, "Well, somebody's I'm like, dying." Oh, he's you dead. know, yeah, like, somebody's yeah, dying in this movie. I was like, "It's <laughs> oh, all right. Like, dying. Right. I was like, dying because he always toast. dies. He dies yeah, in yeah. half of his movie." He survived. I know. Like, you, Sean I don't think he did. Ultimately, I think he did. That, I oh, you think he died eventually so of, his, I, of his injuries? I think as yeah, we get towards the end of the film, brain damage for sure. He, I, it. We see Voss in front of him again, and I'm not sure if that's because Voss takes over long enough with Tate to go out and just do it, and then comes back and kills Eddie. Um, oh, gotcha. I'm feeling like it might have happened in that moment because the whole Probably. point that Gerder was like the job needed to be finished. The whole, the whole, uh, the whole thing mm-hmm. is kaput if they don't kill him. Yeah, he's still alive. Like Sean Bean's still alive. But, but yeah. at the same time, it almost felt like this time around was the time for Gerder to get that like one up on Voss and make her a permanent yeah. asset, if yeah. you will. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I'm just like devil's advocate going, True. you know, because it's like because it's like. They said he survived, and even if she went back, if he's not like coherent, if he's just kind of like in his body but not in his That's body, true. they he still they still yeah, win yeah, yeah. That's because they're still going to give the the thing yeah. to the to corporate. So like right. technically, yeah, they wanted him to, mentally die, fit. but really he's not right. mentally fit to even yeah. work the business. So it will go to the sun, and then like the corporation would have control. So like yeah, that's just that's kind of how I saw it. I saw it was like she stepped in front of him, but. Was Ava a target like not... too, so that he, she wouldn't yeah. get the company? Yeah. Does that feel yeah. like because he, he like went after her, or she? Sorry, Voss went after her pretty heavily. Right. Um. So yeah. for myself, I... because I think because I think Gerder said that like the 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 son was the was the target because I think he was like the the weak link of them. Like the like the girl had too much fire. I don't think if they would she would buckled for anybody if right. she got her father's company. And it was just, and she also said it was a plausible story. Well, that, yeah, that was like a him, thing too. Of him it being was, angry and taking exactly. out her and the, family to put the and himself. Yeah. Right. So, well, they were the only two the in the house as him. well. So it would have made more yeah. sense yeah. that he killed both. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the, like the, the element I like too was like, it was super subtle. But when she has to like reset after each job, right? And look at these mm-hmm. items. Like she mentions when she looks at the, you mean the, the butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. yeah. And she talks about like, she says the exact same things until at the end with the butterfly, she doesn't say she regrets. Regrets. No guilt whatsoever. Yeah, like not guilty or whatever. Yeah. Because um, everything she said up to that point, Gerda was like, why would you? Like, 
Gerda was like, good, good. Yeah. She got to that. She was like, very good. I was like, you <laughs> manipulative. I was like, yeah. Jennifer Jackson Lee played that part. I that said, makes okay. me wonder if, if they just, it was nice to have him killed and the daughter killed. It wasn't as important right. as getting Voss like totally addicted to this. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like both in it a way because I, I think because yeah. I think it's like she she um Gerder personally wanted boss. Right. She's yeah. like, you're special. You could take my job. I can see uh-huh. you like, like she she personally wanted her, but she still has a, a was like too much of a liability. She yeah, exactly. personally wanted her, but yeah. because I think I would think because of how this is set up not everybody could handle this no. right and no. if you get somebody if you get somebody especially sure boss yeah. that can handle it and is very good at it you don't want to let that person go so i Which, think like, she wanted your, her your point for well, that. about having like some kind of prequel would be mm-hmm. interesting to see them just like burning through people like right, through people, right. <laughs> they can't yeah. handle it like but then you see that Jennifer, you see that girder's care girder yeah, can handle it really good at it yeah so maybe it was like she you they found her and then she built she, she know she's trying to find another version of herself yeah, yeah i got the impression yeah, yeah, yeah. tate oh, yeah. would be good at it because of his will like he was so Don't good yeah. he could have been yeah, one yeah. of them yeah um so also, he's too i think he's too loving because if you saw yeah out he couldn't he yeah, yeah. you have to find a very like a person that's borderline like probably psychopathic well yeah oh yeah but, yeah, but, but also I mean, borderline this is why it he, felt like it was the cia because she like yeah. it very well right. could have been a cia operation um, right but it was a business, and first and foremost, I needed you to handle business, but also I'm gonna get you at the same time. Like but that's, still that's the bottom line. That's like the bottom line. Her job. Both. Yeah, that's the, the bottom line. Right. Yeah, Gerda was very good at her job. Like yeah. very good at her job. And Jennifer Jason Lee yeah. has been playing bad guys for a while now, and I'm and I love that. it. I'm it. I love coming it. from you know coming she from where she played great, an innocent like, teenager to you know doing yeah. It. I love great it. voice and great way of delivering lines, right. you know, that are very it's just very like monotone and very yeah. like well so you guys saw like annihilation, crazy. right? She's amazing in Annihilation. Annihilation. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. She's brilliant oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that movie because she's yeah. just stoic and who cares? Um yeah. so yeah. I never gave my initial impression. So instead of that, I'm going to well, also remember single white female. Well, yes, of course. Female, so. uh, I'm gonna cover a couple of things <laughs> that I think are are interesting. Um one being that Brandon Cronenberg is younger than myself i think he's your age brian um 1980 um oh yeah his influences are not just his father obviously there's no way that this doesn't feel cronenberg like no, they, they have a similar course. style he learned from his pops no doubt yeah yeah um but he learned how to be visceral from his pops and i think that's one of the most important things he learned but i felt a lot of other 90s and 2000s movies influences in this film mm-hmm. uh, i felt mm-hmm. it felt a little gattaca like um there was obviously still right. subtext to some matrix type things um, the the whole mm-hmm. thing in the head was very Johnny Mnemonic. Um, yeah. I was thinking Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah I was. My um, brain was more so Johnny Mnemonic. But yeah. then it can go back to things like Altered States and things from the early '80s and and even Cronenberg's work or, or people that were Cronenberg esque in the '80s. Um, yeah. Yeah. The thing to me that stood out the as the most real in the film, even though this is wild because it's just it's it's beyond real. I know, like... <laughs> um, is the moment we get to see her go from being Voss to Tate in that transition through all the kind of wax work felt yeah, to me, it was what it would cool. feel like. I was like this, forget what I'm seeing. I literally now know yeah, yeah, yeah. what this would feel like to transfer from one body to another like, like in her mind. Yeah. Right. She's like melting. And this is exactly what yeah. it would feel like. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's visceral. Uh-huh. That to me was better than yeah. anything. The matrix gave cool. me and it looked very cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I felt like all that was pretty, like it's pretty dope because it was like the, the scene where, uh, what's his name? Is it, was it Billy? 
or Bobby, whatever, like the friend that she thought was actual friend, but it was actually a plant from Girder to like oh, yeah, watch yeah. her. Uh-huh. Eddie, there you go, Eddie. I had the IE part. <laughs> um, so Eddie, like that scene was interesting to me because it was like she was on the bed or he was on the bed and it showed her on the bed and then it showed mm-hmm. him walking through the door, but it would go back to like, and it kept flicking like back yeah. and forth. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just like, that's such a, like I was getting freaked out. I was like, "What is he about to do? What is he about to do?" And then it's like, yeah. "That's when he like choked." Well, it made, made you question like, "Who's who's in control at this moment?" Yeah, pushing back and forth. Like, is it yeah. really, is she in control or is she like? But it was just odd because when they go back, they show him and him yeah. on the bed, and then when uh-huh. they go back into the mind, it's her, but it's him coming through the door. It was just a weird. I was like a really cool weird scene that I just like. I was like, "This is." interesting i, I found mm. myself being like okay like direction i was like okay and it's such a simple thing too because it's just a cut you know what i mean all they do was yeah. like change the change the color of the lights keep yeah. the camera yeah. in the same yeah. spot camera actually work. i think they moved the camera ever so slightly Sharp so cut. it was just a slight yeah. shift yeah so every time he came because every time he came in everything yeah. right. but it's a match cut every single time for the most part yeah. it's like simple you know, right. simple i like yeah. it simple honestly simple but effective is, yes. is a reason yeah. why it's a term yeah. it's a good so, term it's it's you can do so much to me that's a24 in a nutshell simple but effective right. because wasn't neon. like they have really because <laughs> yeah. this kind of gave me like the weird um like kind of like everything everywhere all at once type of vibes with just like weird cuts and edits and like mm-hmm. colors like and just using like yeah, lighting to tell a story and stuff like that like that was like i was like this is where I was like, I would love to see Jordan Peele and A24 link up and do something because I was like, neon. this or just... Neon. Oh, Neon. Yes, Neon. <laughs> neon and actually A24 as well, though. But I, but Neon for right. sure. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to see like both of them do something with him because I just feel like his style would complement them and vice versa. So Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, this movie. So two of these movies <laughs> had, well, it was, more, I had a thought and then it left and then I got it back. So two of these three movies, well, all three of these movies had kids in them, which I didn't expect. Right. Yeah. And two of them have brutal murders of children. Um, and then, and then the other one, the, the child is the, you know, wins in the end, if you will. Um, Listen, when they, when she shot her son, I said, said, Oh, we, we, we didn't cut nothing for that. We, we blew up that little boy head and he fell over. I said, Lord have mercy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when now, she was like, when she was like, pull me back in, she was like, pull me back. I was like, wait a second, like I was mad. I was, I was like, what? right? No, you could tell something had changed. Um, mm-hmm. Did that not look like an ink blot test with the blood on the floor? Did anybody else pick up on that? I felt like there was no. hidden images in the blood between the two people, almost like it meant something. I don't know. That's just me. I just thought that was. In- I, thought, I thought it was just an interesting shot. I didn't really get. Yeah. It. Well, I thought it was kind of like a metaphor for like the whole movie. Really, the possessor is like these two. It's like two, you know, entities coming together and like yeah. competing with each other. But yeah. or maybe it was like I think her, like her old self dying and her son's like death meeting each other because she's like she died with her family essentially because she ain't alive no more. No. In that moment, she died with her family. Well, okay. So I don't mean, mean physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant metaphorically. Yeah. I don't mean she actually like, died. No, she, she, she got on the machine. But she's not the same person. Like, no. you oh, know, she's a broken. She's not the same person. So, like, she point. she's not who they were. You know, who she faked it to be during that time. Like, and that was interesting too. Her like walking up, like absolutely starving, absolutely starving, Do- yeah, darling, yeah, darling. Had to practice like, that too. Me. Like, 
And she see, didn't know who she so was herself. Sad. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that is so sad. Yeah. And then to see him doing that down the street, like darling, and then you see her like darling. I was like, that was it was like the cuts back and forth was just like very interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That was oh. good. Um yeah, another brain fart. I think I'm just tired. That's just the way <laughs> that goes. <laughs> I do think this makes me want to see more films by Brandon. Um, I think that he... He only got two more. I know, but he he has <laughs> he has a chance to to really excel as a uh, as a filmmaker uh, because he did write and direct this. This is his brainchild, so yeah. I do like that he. Wrote oh, that's it. smart. Um, yeah. And I love it when films like, are like that. Infinity Pool. I just wasn't one of them. Fair. So. All three of the films tonight were actually written and directed by the same person, so you actually <laughs> that was see. Great, and I'm actually a big fan of Chef's Kiss. Of <laughs> Chef's Kiss. I love films that are both <laughs> written and directed by the same person because you usually get a more cohesive. Uh, concept yeah, a more cohesive film it's not always the case good like filmmakers this, yeah. you can take somebody else's writing and you know yeah and yeah. do something with it it's but. like the first five seasons of supernatural written by the same person like <laughs> storyboarded by the same person yeah every episode the written same. by the exact same per- sorry no i have a problem stop it <laughs> anyway it's, it's <laughs> really every show wow. shouldn't get 15 seasons it was such uh, a popular anyway, yeah. show it's no, bu- no, it's no. a buffy See, ripoff but that's just me here's the thing it's kind of not though, but here's the thing. Um, I mean, you could say the same thing about Buffy as a ripoff of other stuff. True, true. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just double, devil's advocate here because Supernatural is one of my favorite ones, but I do, I do believe that it went too long. I am a firm believer. <laughs> Listen, just because I like something, don't mean I can't tell the truth about yeah, it. Yeah, like you that's, get tired of it. Like, right. I think that's people's issue nowadays is that you can't be like, I'm a fan of the MCU. I love the MCU, but they can chill yeah. for a little bit. They can chill. Yeah, yeah. we need to like. It's the same thing with Star Wars because you know, the reason why like, me out like, five years. like the for like for me anyway for the prequels why the prequels were like so because it was such so much anticipation because we had yeah, anything we didn't know Star Wars for so long it's like mm-hmm. we can keep doing that maybe not like that but long, even but with like, seven we had a ten year gap so there was a nice big gap between seven and right but three. in the end and again the anticipation was like right, oh right. yes we're getting but like, since twenty fifteen like, it has been yeah, yeah. nothing but it's Star Wars like. Yeah, so but I mean, I feel yeah. and I feel that way about the MCU because yeah, the moment yeah. you figured sure, out like, putting stuff on TV, they was like, TV shows galore, but we ain't gonna put a lot of budget yeah. towards it, but still eat it though. Still and we're not gonna do them, it. and we're not gonna do them the same way as TV shows should be and done. Shows is, right. I actually don't mind that, and I know they're going mm-hmm. back to it, but I actually think that it was refreshing to see something that did still feel cinematic in a sense, but didn't actually follow the rules because tv sure it should be shot a certain way sometimes but i think breaking well, that, that that's not what i'm talking about i'm oh. talking about like how the show is run like they mm-hmm. were not so like writers rooms there's like zero writers rooms basically there's like a very small writers room like you didn't have as many like as much like collaboration on these as very controlled mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, and you can tell by like the quality it, of like, it coming out like you like, can tell the people that care really the people who didn't. yeah yeah, you exactly. T- you could really tell because, like, WandaVision, no you could tell people rock. care. You could tell people care about that. Loki, people yeah. cared about that. I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, half and half. That's like, that goes half and half of people. For me, it looks like caring, but also I could see where they were just like trying to crank them out. Yeah. She Hulk, nobody cared about that. Let's call it spade a spade. As much as I, mean, I enjoyed I it, I thought it was, enjoyed I it. No, I thought it was funny. No, no, no. I yeah. meant the co- I meant the company, not the people. People oh, gonna be. I disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I meant like I meant like Marvel. I meant like Marvel didn't right. care about She Hulk. Is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about because I loved I loved like She Hulk. I thought it was great, but they didn't care because the CGI was off. Like it was a lot of things that was off with it. They just they just didn't put as much behind it 
right. as you should have if it was like cinematic, like you know, in theaters mm-hmm. or however it is. But right. yeah, but honestly, if the first five seasons of Supernatural might be some of the best written TV. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, you like, I'm saying. have you seen Mindhunter? Have you seen Mindhunter? Anyway, Mindhunter's pretty great. Pretty, yeah. pretty yes, I, but I haven't finished it though. But I have, there's I, only two seasons, and they're seen not having. I haven't, I haven't watched it all. I think I've watched like so. the first season, like the first episode, and was like, no, I'll go watch them though. I'll That's go funny. back to it. You should watch the yeah. two seasons. It's on my list. Now. It's very, very good. You should watch the five seasons that they that they have, the best ones. You, CW, just not Chef's Kiss. Uh, just, just. I mean, technically, I the first it. like the first like three seasons is WB. I'm well, just saying. In, in, any iteration right. of yeah. Warner Brothers Television. Te- technically. If I want to call it spade right. a spade, they're steady. It's fine. I'm just, You're I'm just, right, I'm just saying. I'm just, I was just saying it. I was just saying it in the sense that, like, Supernatural, the first five seasons was was the way that it was written is cohesive. Them, them last ten, the last ten as like nice was moments. It Fifteen they, seasons. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Forty-two minute Those episodes. Last Right, in like twenty three, in like twenty three episodes, twenty three to twenty four episodes a season. Yeah, there were full seasons, seasons too, full trash, traditional so, TV seasons. So, <sighs> like those first five, because he only wanted it to go five seasons, essentially. So he had a nice. See, I love so that. He storyboarded it. He storyboarded it so well. It's amazing. Like, That's yeah, why yeah. I always well, say those okay. first five. It, it have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so it's got some bonus points for having Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Right. I'm just saying though, those first five are solid. The the last ten, I was like, I was like. I'm I'm already locked in, so I'm gonna have to stay. I know. But- well, that, that, that <laughs> sounds like about that. That almost sounds like some some like corporate influencer. Like, oh, we're getting it so did. much that's still popular. Let's keep it, it going. Because like, because he dropped because Barry Crip he dropped off as showrunner because he was like he was like this is what I planned for. He was like, I planned for five yeah. years, uh-huh. and because it was such a See, big, it was a big thing for the CW, they just kept going they just kept yeah. going and, it, uh-huh. and they and they tried to do a spinoff but fans was like we didn't ask for that oh, they just kept yeah, they tried to do they tried to do an anime fans was like we didn't ask for that fans was like we didn't ask joey, for that joey <laughs> without oh, chandler is pointless yeah like it pointless. doesn't like the whole thing doesn't work without all of them like right. yeah and that's the thing about these Marvel shows. It's like they don't have showrunners right. on them. Yeah. There's no showrunner to, to like yeah, run there's, these. There's nobody being like. Well, Feige's yeah. the like let's, runner let's step by step. of all of Right. I guess. What's that? Yeah, Feige's you, the like I mean, overall no, Kevin Feige, no, no, no. Don't give Kevin Feige that much credit. Like, <laughs> he only has so no, much so, control over that stuff. Like, no, but, he's not but there I also anymore. say, say, but I'll say, say he is like the showrunner of like right. the whole shebang movies, TV show, and everything. That's a lot of hats for one person. Yeah. He needs that's, people to that's facilitate on his behalf. Yeah, sorry. You know, you know what? Let's wrap this <laughs> up. Let's vote because Go ahead. Smitty. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, take over for Tyler. It's not working very well. Um, I know. I still enjoyed it. That was though. not Chef's Kiss. We that mean, was a terrible pun. <laughs> I didn't do it, so of course it wasn't. But it, I still enjoyed it. Like, I like. That's I was like a big Smallville fan, but it went on too long. They wanted ten, ten seasons. Season. I was like, maybe eight. Especially, especially seven. when you found out. I think like maybe season six or seven that the showrunner, oh, like the creator, was like, he'll never be Superman in this. Just let you guys know. Doesn't that's, well, that was, that's not the point that bothers me. But that was that was their like, idea from day one. Was like no flights, mm-hmm. no tights. Even though they got around that with like. 
whenever he's yeah. getting like affected by red kryptonite, all of a sudden he can just. It's not actually him though, but it's not exactly it's, it's the darker version. It's just a darker version. It's like he's it's, like free. So he yeah. be like, so why Clark just suck it in? So why Clark just suck it in? That he can't fly. That he won't fly. Yeah, until, I know. Until he infected. But, because but I, I do understand. Had a huge effect on it, him. I'm assuming. You know, I would assume I did. Yeah. So, yeah. But okay. anyway. Yeah, I, so I'm I'm with you, Lauer. It's like I'm I can still be a huge fan of something. And still, still cool like, it's, yeah, it's, and, and I and those are some of my favorite people, right? Yeah. Because when I defend certain stuff, and people are like, "Oh, you just you just defend it." No, 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 no. I'm a fan of this, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm a fan. But also, this part is trash. As so well. I can admit that you you're <laughs> like, a Big Bang Theory fan, like I am, Lau. We've talked about that. We both use that yes. as one of our comfort shows. But that show is wildly yes. racist. Like it is. Oh, oh yes. God. Listen, on the first rewatch, like after <laughs> after finishing like the series finale and then giving it like a couple of years and taking a break, and I'm like, you know, I, miss, I miss the quippiness of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But on big, I was like, so I didn't care when this came out. I <laughs> I didn't have but it morals. came out in 05. Remember, it came out in the era right, but it came out of, five. Uh, of, it, it of, did. Uh, of uh, a turn of a blind eye. We were all turning a blind eye in 05. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, in 05, that's when Supernatural came out. Grey's right. Anatomy came out. Like, that was during that time where, like, these serialized TV shows were, like, they were turning them out like crazy. And we were just consuming everything. And I still, until this day, here's the thing. To this day, I still like Big Bang Theory. Mm, it's still good. But, but it's, it's like, but it's you can tell this was written by, like, white men that does not oh, know yeah. the world outside of their own like four walls. It, it's interesting because like, wow. it, it, it's done by Chuck Lorre and it was like his baby. And yeah. he, you know, he's a Jewish producer that definitely he used does not his write, character. He does not write he character colors. He, right, but he, characters he of they color made a character. Well, you know, I mean, he barely you know, wrote nerds well. No, I know, but he wrote a character well. in there that was a Jewish character that he could sit there and self-deprecate on, which is which is great. Yes. Right. But then use yeah, that yeah. as a means to then use racist jokes against everybody we'll do the else. Same thing. And I'm like, no, me. that's no, that's fine if you're like yeah. Mel Brooks and you're just doing you know self-deprecation. Great. Stop yeah. there. That's where you have to stop. But he didn't. Like they pushed no, way didn't. beyond that. Um, yeah, and he it's hard, it's harder to watch every time yes. I watch it. I'm like, oh god, that's, that's... yeah. I you know what? There's I a lot of problems with that I show start... beyond that too. Because that show, what that show went like, what 11, 12, 12 seasons? Twelve seasons. Yeah. How many seasons? Twelve seasons. Okay, yeah. twelve seasons. Yeah. I always start like like season nine. Like I don't <laughs> really? do those. I don't do those like first like yeah, after four, Howard becomes five a human, seasons. right? After then, yeah, yeah, after Howard becomes yeah, a human, then I'm like, let's start the show. When he stops being a pervert, I was like, let's, right, exactly. let's start that. And people keep condoning it because we're nerds and it should be okay because they're nerds. And I'm no, like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was the whole premise of this. We can be whatever we want to be. Yeah, because exactly. people should feel sorry for us. Because we're nerds, right. yeah. which is why even with Sheldon, I was like, I need y'all to yell at him some more. When they started getting mm-hmm. to the point where they started yelling at Sheldon, I was like, thank you for making this realistic because this will get on anybody's nerves after a certain amount of time. No matter if yeah. you're my friend and I love you or but not. But that's the premise of the whole show. And that's what I do like about the whole show. Is It's this one individual who just can't get it. But there's a lot of problems with that too because in the first episode, but if you... the, the, the pilot ruins everything if you watch too close no the pilot does ruin everything yeah. but anyway. if you but if you realize though if you go back to like the first like couple of seasons it wasn't really solely about uh sheldon it, it morphed into that them, as yeah. popular yeah, yeah as popular yeah. as sheldon got it became to be like the sheldon show and i, I hate know. when shows do that 
I really hate when shows do that. I mean, I and enjoyed it in this aspect, and then they did a spinoff about Sheldon, which as a yeah, child, exactly. and we and, can talk and about how that's the whole wrong. mythology. Yeah, no, like and there are moments the where they mythology like mythology of Big they, Bang Theory. Exactly. Like, they take this what? moment and they go, nah, it's not really like that. It's this over here. Yeah, yeah. what? And yeah, that's why I like, my brother loves Young Sheldon. I was like, nah. I didn't mind the change in that, and I love that they use more Laurie Metcalf's daughter, perfect person to put in the role. Felt like it was really Laurie mm-hmm. Metcalf playing uh, his mom. Yeah, uh, the kid was great yeah. until he grew up and did not look thin and weird. You know, he looks he's all built and I'm like yeah, that's the problem <laughs> with children actors is like the kid is now he's he like, looks you don't like, know how their body going to turn out. Yeah, like, he's got yeah, yeah, muscle yeah, yeah, on him. Yeah. He doesn't look strong. And please believe, like and please believe, you won't right. you won't tell him to lose weight like you will probably tell a female to. Agreed. Lose they oh, won't. Yeah. They won't. But we might not even get the last season of that show because of the writer strike or the 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 strike. Um, we do. We we went way on a tangent there. Uh, that's okay. I love we, it though. We, we, we had we time. We had time. We did. We did. <laughs> okay. uh, Kyle said something that I. Oh, they were. Ta- he was talking about heroes. Um, that's a show that got panned yeah. because of the last writer strike that people hated season yeah. two. And I understand yep. people's gripes about it, but I still love that show, kind of through and through. And I even thought Heroes Reborn was interesting. It wasn't great, but it was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah stuck with heroes i enjoyed yeah, it even after i knew it was trash it was like i'm a firm believer of like I, if i'm already locked into you if i've been watching you from the beginning i have to know yeah. how it ends i can't just stop just because how y'all kind of fell off y'all right a little bit you know yep. that's how it was with lost because i'm still mad at out you finished lost you know? oh yeah oh yeah couldn't do it i loved it i couldn't even bring myself to watch it after all of the controversy it got affected about by the how racist strike, the show too. was it did badly right it got really affected by the right <laughs> no it did it, really it did yeah it did and, yeah, and, and that either, one, yeah. that one was like already pretty fragile because, like, they, because they, w- but to the like showrunners and the creators, like, you know, credit, they only wanted it to be like five, six seasons. That's it. That's all they had the idea for, and that's what they stuck to. So, you know, hats off to them for like sticking to it because, like, there's no way you could make that go ten. I stopped seasons. at four. I couldn't, right. I could not keep yeah. going on that show. It just. I, I haven't even watched it, so I I'm telling you, if you if you stick out to those reds, the less those last two seasons, I feel like so four is the bad point. Like, then it kind of recovers it. Okay. Yeah, I think four is like because season one is yeah. as solid as like hero season. Oh my god, it's so solid, so yeah. good. I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. what's totally. next? Oh my god, so yeah. good. Uh, I thought season yeah. two was pretty great. Yeah, and like yeah, but season one is totally like the hatch. I'm like, oh what God, am I hatch. watching? Like, I could not. Like, it was so. This is back before like binging was a thing, right? But you could still buy like like the box sets. So mm-hmm. I bought like the season one box set. Could not like stop watching it. It was so good. Like man, so after that we were hooked onto like watching it live. But yeah. my my wife and I I'm, I forced her to sit down and watch all of season one and I think we did it in a day which is a lot of television <laughs> in one day. Oh man, yeah. Like, we even hilarious. we stopped to yeah, go get dinner and then we came episodes. back and then we kept watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it still sticks out as, as a moment good. in our relationship because that was like way early on, like year one or two. Uh, that was the bonding. That was the bonding. It was. Part. It really was that one was of those like, moments. Yeah. It's like um, she got stamina in watching this movie. You know, right? <laughs> you see the show. Um, <laughs> That's What's cool. weird is she actually hasn't seen most of these movies. She saw half of Possessor and stopped. She saw half of it comes uh, at night and stopped and then watched the monster. And I'm kind of glad because she can't, she can do horror. Like she can go as deep into horror as almost anybody I know, unless yeah. there's a kid involved because she's a mother. Oh, she will just man. walk 
the fuck away. She cannot handle yeah. uh, kids. Uh, so I when I, t- I explained that it comes at night plot to her and what happened at the end. And she was crying just from me telling her the plot. So like, oh, yeah. it brutalizes uh, mothers to, to tend to watch kids uh, perish. So from now on, maybe we should warn people, but I didn't know that kids perished in these movies until I watched. Yeah. Them, we so. can't warn people until like the, sh- like we can't until warn the people show. unless we watch it right. until the show. But like, it's like, they might've seen it. You know, maybe, well, we can always put up a like, you know, research and watch at your own discretion type of thing. Like, right. you know, you know. But we also go into R rated, big time R rated movies. We don't, we don't oh, mess yeah. around. I mean, um, there was so much hacking in Possessor. I, I was just like, man, their arms have to hurt. There was so much hacking. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, when she was stabbing that dude in the I mean, beginning, I said, he dead, girl. I, I know. He's dead. When, like, she just kept when, going. When he would like, he stabbed himself in the head oh, yeah. trying to like destroy the like, oh my God. Yeah. I was definitely like one of those moments where I was like, mm, no. and then it was still, and then it was still in there. Still <laughs> yeah, in the there. shard of glass is still he in there. Like, you know, if oh, a movie can God. get me to go That's like good. this, if I could cringe a little bit, I don't really yeah, like, yeah. get scared or like jump or anything anymore. But when if a film can make me, oh, yeah, yeah. Give if me I'm like something really good, you know, <laughs> like if I'm if I'm moving or doing something, yeah, movie, totally. I'm like, damn. Like, you did you did job. a good job, kid. You did a good job. You we're gonna have to effects, we're gonna have to follow. watch Feast because I have a feeling that Law has never seen Feast, and I think that that's a that's a must. Brian, have you seen Feast? It's funny because that's um I actually haven't seen Feast. Okay, okay. But um, but it was one of the very first Project Greenlight. Yep, it was third season. So, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, which means so, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were producers on Feast, exactly, and it actually star it. well, not stars, but co-stars Jason Mewes. Um, yeah, Jason Mewes is in there. There's a couple other actors in there too, but it it's it'll be interesting to see. Like I, I mean, I know I already know like the whole movie itself because I watched that Project Greenlight. So, <laughs> so it's an interesting kind of thing of where it's like a one one location movie you know kind of thing. And it's what's funny is the monster yeah. the monster in the monster reminded me a little bit of like the dis- creature design of the design <laughs> yes i agree but the creature <laughs> yeah. in feast is disturbing like it is just yeah. freaky uh and then oh, of course nice. they had to make cool. feast two and three and they're the worst things that have ever of been course. made so yeah uh, but we definitely yeah. i think feast might actually since it's project Greenlight, that's an independent film so we might actually be able to review that uh, so I might throw yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's on streaming week. too because I've seen it pop up a couple times. Sweet, I so. own it, so you'll be able to watch it that way. So, oh, nice. Uh, let's go ahead and rank Possessor, uh, and it sounds like we might already have another movie for next week. Um, we still have two more weeks of uh, October, which means two more weeks of horror films. Uh, and then we will yeah. be getting into some other A24 Regular films, if you will. I'm kidding. Um, we will definitely All be doing A24, but no. we will be doing um, quite a few independent, maybe even some foreign films. Uh, in, in if and when the strike ever ends, uh, La, what did you give Possessor? Um, possess. <laughs> nice, Brad. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this film. I'll give this film a. I'll give this film an A five. I guess from an A five. I could watch this again somewhere down the line and see if I see different things or hear different yeah. words or stuff like that. So I give this an A five. Yeah, nice, solid. Right. It is an eight five for me as well. I thought this was my favorite one of the bunch. I'm going to give it a nine. I think this is a solid Ooh. film. I will definitely Ooh. be watching it nice. again, and I will be watching yeah. other Brendan nice. Cronenberg stuff, but I'm also a huge Cronenberg fan, so yeah. the fact that I've got a family to watch now, I mean, I'm excited about that. So, Also, just to let you guys know, I heard from Ty. He's safe. He's okay, good, good. Oh, okay. We miss you if you're watching. Uh, you, we would have yeah. loved to have heard your puns and your thoughts. Yes. Um, 
All right. So tune in next week for another Please horror do. episode. And then um, yes. depending on how things go and if we can find the right movies, we're hoping to have Ray on for one of these uh, horror movie episodes, but maybe go more family friendly. Um, that's I Lieutenant the, Commander Ray. Yeah, whichever one she can make, which if it's like the second to last one or the last one, it should be like her brand of Agreed. horror, Agreed. You know, of like you know. Uh, but then she will be joining uh, us come November as we go into um, yeah. Amazon is struck. Um, there's a lot. It, it's mm -hmm. gonna be. It's tricky. If you want to come on the Discord and make suggestions, we're open to them. But we'll tell you if it's Netflix, if it's Amazon, if right. it's Apple, if it's any of those, anything under the AMTP. AMPTP. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, but do look for Lieutenant Commander Ray. She is technically a host on the show, but she's not a horror fan, so we will not subject her to those films. <laughs> yeah. No one on this panel no, has not. to watch films, but it also is an encouragement yeah. to watch films you would never normally watch. Uh, in fact, Very all true. three of these were kind of adjacent to yeah. my list. They weren't on my list. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, same. Oh, I didn't, you know, I don't be having a list. So I'll just be, I'll just be accepting movies as they come into my universe That's fair. and I'll watch them because I didn't know these films existed, but I'm happy that this podcast exists so that I can um, have the ability to be with other people that have like, you know, that reaches out more to different movies and things and can, yeah. you know, help me out with some stuff. Oh, and as always, you guys, please follow us on all social media. Please join our discord. Talk to us, you know suggest some tv shows or movies that we should watch or anything like that that you think guys think that we would enjoy we we cross all genres here we love everything for the mm -hmm. most part so like we'll watch everything obviously we have veto power we rarely use it but we do use it when we feel like it's but necessary but even again, even like films like myself i'm not a big western fan but the panel if they're like let's do a western and then we do a western it doesn't really matter yeah mm -hmm. and then you know, I'll but we won't suffocate him with like three Westerns. An all Western day. And I'll do it. I, I really yeah. will. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen most of those spaghetti Westerns that are famous. So if you want to, you know, delve into those, we can. Uh, but again, we'll have to wait till the strike is over. Um, no, for sure. Because I want some, I want to do some musicals. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. And we've done some musicals in the past, but more, more would be great. Um, more would be yeah. better, God. if you will. We need to talk about Repo. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy would be happy about that. Betsy would be God, like, repo. Oh, repo. That's what we're talking about. Like we're for well, sometimes sometimes it's a it's a slog. Sometimes it's a force. Films, you know? And then yeah. we butcher it on the show. Yeah. But it's but it's good watching though. But it is it's an independent watching. film. So right exactly. now we could talk about repo all day long and it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and I like I know there's like this kind of cult following with it too, because I see clips from that. Specifically, one scene I see this clip from it, but I'm just like, it's when he's talking about the vial, stop. right? It's the vial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't get yeah. away with, can't get away <laughs> from it. it. Follows me everywhere. Oh. No, no, the fans that are fans are diehard fans, and they hate anybody oh, yeah. that doesn't like the films. Like they're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. I love that so much. I love. This I love movie, it. You know, so. I love that films. Certain films have like cult cult followings or people are like yeah. latch onto because I feel like you know whenever I start making my movies, whether they start on Tubi or whatever. Somebody gonna like them. Somebody gonna like it. You that's know what I mean? They might it's hate like them too. Them, you know they could hate like them. You know? And that's yeah. one of my favorite stuff too. You know? yeah. It's so bad you like it. Yeah. That's still a win to me. That's why know? I like love the room. You know. Mm. So. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that an independent so film? I think it is. Uh yeah. Actually, well, I don't remember Miramax. Even because even remember. the Disaster Artist is an A twenty four film. So that's an independent film. Yeah, about is. a potential independent. About, film. but wouldn't it be interesting yeah. if it wasn't an independent? Yeah, that's not normally I, the way it goes. It goes I'm pretty sure it is because I mean he, I mean he literally bought equipment for that movie. 
which is insane. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. That's just how much he didn't know about filmmaking. It was just like, like he just went and so. bought bought shit. Yeah, he bought cameras. He bought like <laughs> and look so. at it. The movie still being talked about today. I'm See, just exactly. saying, you he, never. He's know made what a profit. He's exactly. made a profit. He has. He like, has. And will probably and probably will always continue to because there's always going to be a group of people that was like, this yep. movie was terrible, and somebody's going to go and buy it and and <laughs> love it. There's a theater. There's a theater you know? here in Portland show that once a month and it sells out every time. So it's love the modern it. Rocky Horror sense. Picture Show, essentially. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's what it is too, because you bring stuff, people dress up. You like you yeah. shout things at the screen like it's amazing. Do they it's have insane. the like? Drag I've never people seen that movie thing? in my life. You never seen the Rocky Horror that, Picture Show? But... No, the Rocky. Oh, okay. Man. You have actually seen no. I take that back. I haven't oh, seen have... the Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show, but I own it. Okay, oh, there's okay. a musical. It's definitely not yeah. one we no. can review right now, but um, yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah. it's not. But it's on the but it's on the list though. But I haven't seen it, but I own it though. Like it's just a quick little sad story. I met a girl online, like you know, you make people on Facebook, but she was actually a friend of my friend. But we got really close on like Facebook, and we were going to meet up and like hang out, and she passed away. And I bought her a gift for her birthday because she loved Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I bought her like the 25th anniversary or something like that. I think. And I had it wrapped up in everything for her and um, she passed away and I couldn't, I couldn't, I never met her in person. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give it to her. And now it's sealed up in with the rest of my DVD is just sealed up because I can't. We're going to have to have you, like we're going to have to make you watch that one just because it's so yeah. culturally. Yeah. I'm important. here for it. I'm here yeah, yeah. for it. It's, yeah. I'm here for it. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, I was just like, I'll watch it one day. I was like, maybe the show up like have it. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. the podcast. Susan is a little, is a little, not, not a girl, but she's like 20, something so 22 young. yeah really, really young <laughs> yeah uh, and then tim curry you know yeah he's like yeah tim curry, performance of yeah. his lifetime um yeah, yeah all right curry. uh that that does it for season two and a long yeah. digression out of the out of possessor uh to talk about all sorts of things yeah. but that's the real story yeah, I love for you. It. um please do join us next week and uh please. soon you will get lieutenant commander ray uh and hopefully yes. we'll have tyler back next week yes bye guys Bye. Bye. Follow us everywhere. Do it. So end on Letterboxd. Yes.